Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Radio Amara from the Lucha Outsider Show. And this is what we got for episode 95. I attended WWE Evolution. I'm going to tell you everything that happened in this historical event. We're going to talk the bad, the worst, and the lows of Crown Jewel. I'm going to give you a hot take on a potential rock feud. And also, we're going to talk about the Jericho Cruise. All this and much, much more. Now, onto the show. Get that shit out of your head! You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Get that shit out of your head! Yes! The heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. We're going to take you on a little journey. Remember, follow us everywhere at Lucha Outsiders. And if you miss any of this, you can always catch us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, Southside, Wonder Fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mescla app, LosRadio.com, wherever you get your podcast <laughs> needs. Leave us a five-star, five-star, five-star Frog Flash rating review, comments, grievances, bury either one of us. Probably me. Me, the most me, 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 this guy right here. The old man Leo. Yeah, where are my glasses? Anyway, guys, share the video. Let the people know that. Go ahead. Congratulations. You played yourself. Right, right off the bat. This is a bi-weekly show now. And right off the bat. Oh, oh you, you, you think you're Conrad Thompson. No, the, it's so cool. No, no, Conrad Thompson does that on all his shows when he's I said I was about to do it for Medellin, recording for RIP. for Bruce what? or for Eric uh-huh. or for Tony Schiavone. His gimmick is he oh. opens a can of beer. Okay, I'm sorry. He I'm sorry. opens it, it up like on the mic, and even in uh-huh. his live shows, he does that. Okay, too. well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I said for Medellin, remember? Medellin. Yeah. R.I.P. Okay, wrong show. What up, people? What's going on? Uh, we have people here, friends of the show. You know that you guys are part of the show. So share the video. Let the people know that we are here. We have Jessica, Chris, James. Everybody's here. The homie Bert. I used to work with him. He yeah. said Crown Jewel was whack. I completely agree with you. No, no, no. We're going to talk about that right now. In a little, in a little bit. Um, but guys, share the video. Creepy Uncle Leo. Are we going to start that right now? Really? Listen, they miss, my glasses? They miss torturing you and tormenting you on the show. Because remember, this is bi-weekly now, not... Every well, week. Uh, look how, how much of an old man I am. I ju- okay, I just have my glasses on, and I can't find them now. Congratulations. You played yourself. already got two, and it's not even five minutes yet. I told you the time I did Fubuleo, Leo, and, and like, I'm like, where the hell did I put my glasses? And the whole show, they were like on top of my cap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's up, people? Uh, Welcome to yeah. episode 95. 95 episodes yeah. of this shit. It's not, it's not shit. Don't, don't tell my wife, but... Listen, our, our first couple of episodes, they were pretty shitty. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. But, you know, we got a, we got a good 
from the Lucha Attic. <laughs> we got a good thing going now. We have Mr. Rated PG-13. <laughs> we have our niche when it comes to the show. Yeah. Now, you're the punching yeah. bag, obviously. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm the guy that people were supposed to hate, but instead, Yeah, how did know, that happen? Instead, they, you know, love yeah. yours truly. The Rated R Superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. And then there's Leo. But welcome to the Lucha Outsiders show. Thanks to everybody that's on the Facebook live chat. Also, people that are subscribing and listening to the podcast version of the show. Mm -hmm. I'm a podcast guy. Yeah. And I like listening to my podcast, so I can't always tune into Facebook lives, etc. And I know people like me. Like, like to listen podcast podcast also. Of know? course, mm-hmm. of course, and uh, you remember, guys, you can. The good thing with the podcast, you can hear it whenever you want. Two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's you on want. demand. Yeah. So you guys can find us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, like Mario says. You know, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you guys get your podcast. And make sure you give us a follow and a like. Facebook.com/slash yeah. Lucha Outsiders. Also at Lucha Outsiders on the Instagrams and the Twitter. Yeah. Um. So we have a question down here. Down. Here, somewhere. Um, should HBK wrestle again? We are going to talk about Crown Jewel, but there's a couple of things that we want to talk beforehand. But we also want to know uh, what you guys think. Uh, and if you know that HBK friend, tag him so they can also let us know what they think. But Mario, being biweekly, a lot of things have happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have happened. We got to start. We got to really start off with a downer because we're not a weekly show anymore. No. We're doing it every two weeks. So we're by uh, now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No! Delete! Delete! Wow, that that's not going to come off good, man. That's not going to come off good. No, but unfortunately, um probably yeah. Probably one of the biggest wrestling stories that happened this year, mm-hmm. arguably. And it's a it's a negative one yeah. cuz uh you know, there was a rumor going around uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, because uh, Roman Reigns was taking off the live event. Yes. So everybody thought that it was a potential injury. Mm-hmm. And then. Which that's the first thing that you think. You know, you never think anything of. You think, like, oh, maybe, you know, it's an injury, whether it's yeah. an arm, a ligament, whatever it is, you think it, it's something. You never think. Anything else? When you, you hear, when you hear, you hear, oh, there's a potential injury rumor of a certain wrestler. You never think of anything that career ending. Yeah, you never think of anything like that. You just think he'll he'll bounce back. From now, it. now, pause from that. A lot of the people that we've had these career ending in injuries, and Edge is the first one that comes to mind. You didn't get any like indication even before that because I mean the guy was wrestling the the week before and, and and we're gonna get to like the main topic about Roman Reigns but you know it's funny thing with Edge Edge posted something earlier this year on his Instagram where it was a photo of of his last match which was mm-hmm. at WrestleMania twenty seven if I'm not mistaken that was the last match against Del Rio when he defended yes. the world title right. There's a picture of him, of a, mm-hmm. a photographer took of him, you know, because there's a whole bunch of photographers yeah. there when they take pictures, like you know. So the look on his face, and he co- and he puts like you know, someone sent me this picture, um, like this was my last match or whatever, and he's like, even in this picture, um, you know, even though I didn't know it yet, but you could tell something was wrong with me, something was off, and you could like tell it is in an his expression, face, yeah, you could tell in his face uh. is deep, pretty deep. But so there was injury rumors about Roman Reigns. Um, Monday comes around, he opens up the show. Um, and he doesn't come off with his regular 
gear. No. Not not the not the Didn't not, have, like, jeans? not the swap pants mm-hmm. with the with with the Roman Reigns or Shield shirt. It was very like, casual, I guess. Yeah. You know, just regular jeans, some some. I don't know if he has sneakers or boots, and, and a black like, that's, tee. That's the way he came from home, and yeah, he yeah. went right into he, the ring. And he came into that, and you know, you could tell right off the bat by his facial expressions something was off with him. Mm-hmm. And he grabs the mic, and before he could talk, you know, the typical booze or whatever. And listen, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here, and I know Leo's not gonna sit here either. And we're gonna kiss Roman Reigns' ass because this is not what we're gonna do. No, no, no. We're not gonna switch it up like majority no. of the people have been doing for the last two weeks. Like, oh my God, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. No, and, and, no. and wait, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. You're so nice. I'm not. I'm no, not gonna. I'm not gonna do that because our issue was never Roman Reigns is. Uh, real person. It was never a joke. I just had a it close was, call. I thought I forgot to record it, but we're good. Go ahead, keep going. Okay. No, no, we're good. It was no. never. It was never the guy that's playing Roman Reigns. It's always been his booking. You know. Yeah. We've always been always been critical when it comes to his booking. Never the man himself. It's never yeah. been him. I've even I've had, was having this discussion with um shout outs to X and Yuri. Mm-hmm. I was having this discussion. I remember hearing Roman Reigns on Jericho's podcast. And I'm like, yo, if they just put this guy on TV, he can make a really good face or a heel. Because mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's being the best characters you see on TV is when they're truly playing themselves, just revved up to a thousand. Yeah, yeah like if you're a heel, then mm-hmm. okay, then, then you focus on your heel uh, tendencies. Mm-hmm. If you're a face, then you know you play to that, but it's, it's still you. So, you know, I listening to that podcast, and I recommend people to go back and check out uh, Talk is Jericho when Roman Reigns was on there, because it's like, you're like, you can't. Listening to that episode, you you can't even hate on the guy. So, and even with me and Leo bantering, yeah. like in the past, Leo's like, "Oh, well, he's gotten better." I'm like, "No, he's been good for a while. It's just his booking is just mm-hmm. why people can't connect with him. Certain people, because you know, kids yeah. and women obviously love the guy." How is it that I don't share shit? I'm already blocked. Go ahead, keep on. So share the video, guys. You played share because I, I for some reason can't. So, Roman Reigns comes out and. Typical booze, mixed reaction, and he starts talking, and he starts saying that, you know, he's lied, that he can't be the the fighting champion, and Mm -hmm. I'm rewording this a little bit, and he just straight up says that for 11 years, he's been, you know, dealing with this issue with leukemia, Leukemia. and that literally sucked the air out of that fucking arena. You didn't hear Mm -hmm. any more booze at that point, and literally... People that were booing Roman Reigns, mouth completely dropped. Yeah, yeah, and and again, it goes back to what you just said before. Like, okay, you have to be able to separate too, and we've always had this conversation: the person from the booking. But you can't also say, "Oh, you know what? I like Roman Reigns now. I don't like him," or "I don't like Roman Reigns and now because this happened, now I like him." Like, you have to stay on the same path in the sense that you know what. It doesn't have to change just because he's going what he's going for. There's a lot of people that went on the next day on Tuesday morning and they're like, "Oh, I always wanted Roman Reigns to be champion," but like, no, man, like and, stay and, and in I the think, same thing. Yeah. And I did a post like literally. So let me let me finish with the whole Roman Reigns thing. So he he starts saying like, you know, what you know that he's not retirement that retiring. He's gonna come back mm-hmm. and. You know, he thanks the fans, whether they booed him or, or loved him or whatever. And literally, for the first time in a very, very long time, literally yeah. everyone was, you know, in agree agreement, like in just showing Roman yeah, their, showing grat- some, some love, their some gratitude, gratitude yeah. their support. And I 
instantly after you know he he said what he said he relinquished the universal title that really means nothing mm-hmm. um that's not a knock on Roman. I'm I'm just saying that the title doesn't really mean anything. Uh, he relinquishes the title. He leaves it in the middle of the ring, and he's walking up to the ramp. And literally, you see Ambrose and Rollins come out. Ambrose looked like he was keeping, he was holding his composure, yeah. but you could tell that what Roman just said, said affected him. And then Rollins, well, he couldn't even hold it. No. That dude was just bawling. And then they, you know, they hugged, and then they had their. You know, which would ultimately be their final shield set. So mm-hmm. off what we're gonna see later on the night that night. But um, man, dude, I was in complete shock. I, you know, I instantly just felt bad for the guy. You know, because at the end of the day, at least I could speak. I could I could say I could speak for myself and Leo. You know, we know how to separate real life and wrestling. Of you course. know, we could criticize the product, we could criticize a wrestler. But at the end of the day, these are real people, and that's my biggest issue with wrestling fans. They don't mm-hmm. know how to separate what's real and what's fake. So I instantly posted something. I took a picture of my TV of the of the shield send off when they're doing the fist pump. By the way, people are saying that the universal champ means absolutely nothing. Those are facts. Yes. And I took a picture of that shot right there and I posted it immediately on our Facebook page and I'm like, it took a fucking sickness yeah. for people <laughs> to finally cheer Roman, which it, it you know, it's fucked up to say. But well, it, it, it you know, I'm glad that the the fans in that arena were respectful enough that they didn't say anything well, snarky, right? So you you have to respect at the end of the day. Yeah, you could hate a heel. Yeah, you could you know despise a person. But at the end of the day, like so so let's put it this way: let's say Brock Lesnar right now could be called the biggest heel, if you will, for some people, right? But if Brock Lesnar was to break a leg. You're like, not going to cheer for that. No, no. but Because then, then you're a piece of shit. But but going back to that, you know, uh-huh. so the Roman announcement happens, and then literally not everybody in the wrestling world, whether it was fellow wrestlers, like people from Ring of Honor, people from New Japan, not only people in the WWE were praising Roman, showing him support. Kenny Omega uh, tweeting out to Roman. Everybody. Yeah. Tama Tonga, which Tama Tonga and Roman Reigns have been beefing. Um, on Twitter, obviously, he broke out of character and was like showing him support. So literally, you have nothing but support from from Roman's peers, whether yeah. it's from WWE or from different companies, which no, is great. And, and, I love that. And this extended uh, anything that had to do with WWE. And book even, and anything that even New Japan that. and Ring of Honor's Twitter was yeah. tweeting out to Roman, which is great. I love that. Mm-hmm. But like, I think... And, and, and it's not being a Debbie Downer or, or just trying to be negative. It's not that. But my biggest issue with wrestling fans is they don't know how to separate what's reality and what's what you see on the TV, yeah. right? It's, at least when it comes to the WWE world, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have control what they could do in camera, right? They, they mm-hmm. don't have control where their character goes. They don't, yeah. for the most part. Unless you're like a Shawn Michaels in Triple H, right? Yeah, which that's another enchant. Exactly. So... I've always said my biggest issue with Roman is necessarily never been his in-ring work. It's been mm-hmm. the character. He's been shoved down our throats. That's the reason why people turn on him. And it's not that we hate the man. It's mm-hmm. we, we're hating the booking. So a lot of people from what I, you know, running a wrestling social media, you interact with other wrestling fans or wrestling accounts. Yeah. And for the most part, I've I seen a lot of positive stuff. But I know where you're going. A lot of fans mm-hmm. either switched up and was like, oh, well, you know, Roman, I'll... Listen, you don't have to... 
if you were born, you were you weren't you weren't wrong for booing Roman. Like if you mm-hmm. booed Roman the last time you went to a WWE show and you saw him, you're not wrong for doing that. So maybe if you feel guilty, hey, that says that you're a good person. It's okay to feel guilty. I don't feel guilty because I was one of the main guys booing Roman. Like Roman sucks, Roman sucks. But what does piss me off that is a lot of wrestling fans were wishing this man's death when he was at the top, when he had a championship or whatever. Now all of a sudden you want to switch it up and because the, mm-hmm. the dude is struggling with. A fucked up disease, yeah. right? Now you want to switch? No, you were the same people that were wishing the man death. Yeah, you can go back on their feet and say, "Okay, exactly, <laughs> die, Roman." Okay, well, not now. <laughs> no, nobody ever yeah. wanted something really. You know, yeah. we yes, we cheered when Brock Lesnar kicked his ass. Fine, but we never. No, wa- but we, we knew we knew that that was part of we, the of exactly. The show, we never was, yeah. we never wanted him to like get like oh my god like fucked up injured mm-hmm. like like you know break his neck or what he's dealing with now. The dude has a family like it. It's real. This is reality, and yeah. he put it best. Um, my name is Joe. Like mm-hmm. he put it best when he said that. And for the first time in his career, I can honestly say. You know, which it wasn't a promo. He was just talking mm. out of his talking from the heart. That was the first time that I could say the audience as a whole, whether you were the people that was booing Roman, if you were the the the, the, the child or, or the women that was cheering for him mm. for other reasons. That was the first time universal. Everybody that he connected with that he people. connected with for the yeah. first fucking time. Yeah, and and you know what? Uh, th- there is a backstory which I want you to tell the people because uh, with. Uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Ambrose on how they found out because they found out just like what we all did. But um, what you have on there, right, is that you have Roman Reigns now, right? Which I, before we put anything on our page, right, just like you were saying before, like some people put out, oh, it's a work. So I came to you, like, and and I think if you have a wrestling page and if you have where you're trying to get information out to the people, you should at least check with somebody, right? Because my my first reaction, and I asked Mario, I was like, Mario, do you think that this is a work? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, WWE has done some shady stuff in the, in the past. In the climate that we live today, especially with all the crown jewel stuff, WWE uh, would get the biggest. <laughs> We're not there yet. Congratulations, you played yourself. If they try to make an angle yeah. out of this, which based on what we saw on Monday Night Raw this past week, they got a little criticism because you know. Obviously, the the story they're going to tell with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Which we're going to touch a little bit on that. But, man, uh, so pretty much Vince knew already. Vince already knew, I think, before even the weekend. Before the week. So he knew Thursday or Friday yeah. before that, before the weekend, before Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there that, that night for yeah, Raw. Yeah, he wasn't there. Triple H was running gr- okay. Gorilla. Yeah. I think he was just so heartbroken and distraught by well, the that, whole that's thing. His baby, that's that's his, exactly. His, he just didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Vince told who needed to be told, which was probably a handful full of people. Yeah. The roster then, or nobody knew. Well, and and then that's where you had Ambrose and uh, Rollins. Like Ambrose and Rollins were told, just wait for be, him, wait for him, and mm-hmm. then you'll get the cue to come out. Yeah, and then now, Rollins was. Ambrose obviously kept his composure because Ambrose, you know, and and you know, I'm not talking about his character mm-hmm. here. I'm talking about the the real man, yeah. right? Um, he's a type. He's he he's weird. Like he's a uh, not weird. He's just 
not socially awkward, but he's just out there sometimes. So sometimes I guess expressing his feelings, and you can see it on Total Divas. Autism, not autism, but he's just like he's 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 just a he's a very different dude. Okay, and with Rollins, you know, you you could tell it affected Ambrose because you could tell you could tell by both their faces. Of course, but with Rollins, because his his eyes were like glass. Yeah, yeah, and Rollins, he couldn't just. He couldn't. Well, with Ambrose, I mean, one of our favorite uh, podcasts that we've heard was Ambrose with uh, Jericho. Remember when they were talking about like mountain biking and yeah. and just hearing him talk? That's where we get those cues from. It's not like, hey, you know what? We're making this up, guys. No, we're not. Because mm-hmm. again, we're able to separate, and that's why we love this whole podcasting thing mm-hmm. because you're able to tell within the first five or ten minutes if that wrestler or that person is kayfabing it. Or if he's being oh absolutely and listen guy. and I'm not knocking people that kayfabe their audience and podcasts no, no, but, I'm not, that, but that's fine yeah. that, that's fine but we're, we're like so with what happened on screen so you had you know Seth Rollins just breaking down mm. I think Ambrose made a, a a decision because if he broke down and then what happened afterwards yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean like it it would kind of throw and, off the people a that, little bit and I just think you know everybody has a different personality yeah. and I think Ambrose is maybe not the type and you know. If you've been following John Moxley, because that was before mm-hmm. he became Dean Ambrose, I mean, he necessarily didn't have the greatest childhood. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure that probably plays a part too. But um, yeah, man, I, you know, I think I could speak for Leo. Um, you know, we're we're sending positive energy to to Roman Reigns. And listen, we're not saying that when Roman does return, you know, and I I strongly believe that he will return yeah. one day when he's gonna overcome this. And you know, let's just hope they don't book him. Like they book him. No, let, let, no, let's do it before and after. It's gonna okay. WWE would really have to screw this up somehow to book him bad because he right now, which they have done in the past. Mario, exactly. It's WWE, but <laughs> man, right now you have like pretty much solidified Roman to be the guy when he comes back. Of course, because and he is gonna come because he's getting support from the entire world. Yeah, but if you're gonna. It, it's also WWE here. He, they might find a way to screw this up. And listen, I'll, I'll tell you right off the back: if they do do that, don't get me wrong, Joe, the guy, I congratulate you for overcoming everything. But I mean, no. if they're screwing up your booking, booking, dude, I'm gonna boo you. Like I'm not, I'm gonna be honest here, I'm gonna boo you. But all jokes aside, let's just hope that before he does make his return, which I know he mm-hmm. will, let's just hope he overcomes this. He kicks it at, kicks its ass, and you know we'll see. Roman Reigns once again in the ring, and, and it's crazy that he's been dealing with that for so many years. Um, you know, especially with leukemia and things like that, and any any type of cancer, um, because that that's ultimately what it is. Um, that the what he has to go through does not compare to anything that he's ever gone through in his life, right? But he's a fighter mm-hmm. because I mean, mm-hmm. every wrestler, quote, and no pun intended, has to be a fighter because. They failed at other things. Yeah. Like, if you look at Brock Lesnar, he failed at football. If you look at The Rock, he failed at football. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I'm not saying that it's a fallback, but you have to be able to fall down to then come up to the top. I mean, even Stone Cold, he wanted to play football. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's a trend. We, we posted a... Uh a link, I want to say the week of the Roman announcement. I'm mm. not going to go into details of it because it's really, really... Not fucked. It it's fucked up, but it's just it's too intense. So I don't want to mm-hmm. even repeat it. But if you go down our um our timeline at um our Facebook page, um it's pretty much it gives you a, a quick description of of what uh Roman Reigns could be could be going through. Yeah. 
and it's it's some some rough stuff, man. So Chris uh, Brown is saying that just keep in mind, Mario, it's been said that this may take two to three years. Worst case scenario for him to get over. Yeah, which it's it's on in the yeah. article that we posted. I mean, you know, Roman's a young guy. If mm-hmm. if hypothetically that does come back, he's still going to be in his late thirties. Yeah. You don't think how much with the pride that Roman Reigns has. Well, t- take and, take apart anything that has to do with, with Samo- any Samoan. Exactly, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? And but that's why I said you know that okay, yeah, that he failed at football, but at the end of the day, any person that gets into wrestling, even Brock Lesnar. Loves wrestling, they love the sport. Well, Brock loves money, <laughs> but but he wouldn't be doing he it. He loves the the he loves beating somebody's ass. Let's be honest okay. Here. But now, would you take the money to beat somebody's ass for real, or would you take the money to kayfabe? Brock Lesnar's is a different type of monster. He's gonna take both, okay? <laughs> and we're gonna talk okay. about Lesnar. But let's just let's just yeah. finish up with so you know, positive energy to uh, Roman Reigns, positive energy to Roman Reigns, he's gonna overcome this. Um positive energy to Joe. Joe, exactly. Joe. Yeah. Samoan, and if he comes back, we're still we're still gonna fucking come. Samoan named Joe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this led to a, a, a phenomenal tag match between uh Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, challenging for the tag titles against Drew McIntyre and um, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. All four guys have great chemistry with each other. Yeah, they We've know. seen them a bunch of times in tag matches. Um, this was no different. Great match. The crowd wanted it. They win the tag titles. Yes. And then, out of nowhere, Ambrose turns a fucking <laughs> Seth Rollins. So, you got to give it to him. That was good writing. Very well booked. And I'm going to yes. tell you why. Maybe not the fact that Right now, maybe not well thought out for the fact that the tag titles are like in limbo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they capitalized. The fans were like, it was an emotional night, of course. And what's the best way of taking something real and turning into a storyline? They did the same thing with Eddie. Mm-hmm. They've done shit like this in the past. It's no different. Patch with it's Eddie no yeah. fucking different. It's no different. And I don't know a lot of some people did shit on it. Like, mm-hmm. why did Ambrose have to turn on the, the night? The, you, was, knew, it, you knew that was going to happen. They, the, uh, WWE had the audience in their palm of their hand. Yeah. They knew that they were going to pop on, once, they won the tag, once they won the tag title. Well, especially with what happened. I mean, we, we both remember the pop when Mysterio ends up winning the title with, you know, with the Eddie Guerrero uh, armband, with the, you know, the low rider coming down. So you do play to those emotions, but you have it that same night. Ambrose was going to eventually turn. Of, what they did, they, just, what they, put, they yeah. just moved it up, and, and they... And I'm sure they got Roman's consent. Mm-hmm. Just like this past Monday when they threw in, they mentioned Roman Reigns in his battle. Why would you do it on that night or whatever? A lot of people mm-hmm. were criticizing them on that too. Listen, while some people could look at it and be like, hey, you know, that's kind of fucked up because, you know, Roman Reigns is going through all this stuff or whatever. If Roman gave the consent yeah. to use this as a storyline, just that, not saying that they're going to keep using it to further this storyline, or maybe they are. We don't know. But if mm-hmm. Roman gave their his consent to this, Mm-hmm. That's between Roman Reigns and the WWE. Yeah. Me and Vince or Triple H or whoever's booking this shit. I mean, we could criticize it. We don't have to like it, just like we didn't like Crown Jewel, mm-hmm. oh, like them going to Saudi man. Arabia. But we're going to talk about that. If Roman's okay with it, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be bitching about yeah. it. I'm sorry. So we have a, a friends of the show here, Ryan Matarano. Oh, so- shout out to Ryan from uh, Wrestle Radar um, podcast. They have a good show. Too. There you go. Uh, perfect heel turn from Ambrose. They got all the camera shots on the crowd. In shock, perfectly well done. The show must go on. 
yeah, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. But again, they capitalized on it that same day. Now, and, and that's what you got to do sometimes, course. especially when, especially a night like that. It was an emotional night. Mm-hmm. You have the audience, not only in the arena, but yeah. audience on TV. Like, of course. it was an emotional night. Like, the vibe completely changed. Even for some of the wrestlers, like Braun Strowman turned back face that same night. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, not only, and I, and I don't think a lot of people noticed because <laughs> everybody was so everybody was so bent yeah. out of shape of the you know how the show started. So it kind of not that the show was a funk, but it was an emotional night. Mm-hmm. You have the audience in the palm of your hand. Why not capitalize on that moment and have Ambrose turn heel? Yeah, because I think also when you have Ambrose and Rollins win the title, that's like, okay, we were down here. Then we were coming up. Okay, the show got good. Okay, we got better. Now they win the championship. Now, you know, you do still think about Roman Reigns, about Joe and everything, but then you have him turn. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, we'll bring you up. And then, boom, we're back into, you know, okay, we made him turn. So that's where you had most of that 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 shock value because you knew that that was going to happen mm-hmm. because, again, you started down here with the show. So you came up with it, and then you brought him back down, which is good, which you're playing with the emotions. That's the best way to put it. You yeah. have They have to capital, capitalize on the moment, and it was really well booked. Yeah, Probably, arguably, top five best heel turns of all time or whatever, in my opinion. It, mm-hmm. it was great. And you also, you know, while people were booing on booing Ambrose on Monday, part of you has to sit there and think like, but wait a minute, Rollins did the same thing four years ago. Exactly. And at least Ambrose did it, you know, like he, without a chair, <laughs> with, without a chair, without a chair, uh-huh. and also he did it right in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Rollins wasn't expecting it, but it, you know, so it kind of there's a little gray area there. Yeah. Now we got to wait and see where they go with this story. Of course. All right. Because and and we've had a lot of things that started out well, like Nexus, which you end up messing it up at the end. WWE, Vince, and, and whoever the hell writes in the back. So let's hope that they don't mess it up. So um, last weekend, uh, last Sunday, as a matter of fact, um, there's a very historical event, mm-hmm. WWE Evolution, which yes. we were down on going into it because WWE did a very horrible job yes. booking like very. like trying to book this shit trying uh like putting it, was, it out there it like, was so bad that even the red carpet thing that they did at the beginning like nobody even paid attention to that it it was really like it was just bad on WWE's part which they get the mm-hmm. biggest congratulations you played yourself but you the show turned out to be top 10 shows of the year okay. maybe even top 5 let me start out with what i think was the most negative thing before you come on before you go okay, there okay go ahead. Because I ended up going to the show. No, I know. It's fucking guy. Yep. All I know is that I see a picture like, oh, obligatory. What, what, what are you calling? Because we can't trademark their show. We can't trade. We can't. Shout okay, out to the Hillmarks. Fuck those guys. What? Shout out to the Hillmarks. We can't <laughs> copyright infringement. Yeah, that one. Um, What are we calling it? Mandatory ring view shot. That one. Mandatory ring view of Mario. I'm like, okay. I know I'm not there because I'm looking at my fucking TV. And there's Mario. So shout out to my homie Sammy. Um, what up, Sammy? Sammy Suplex. You can follow him at Sammy um, Suplex. You can follow him at Instagram. So he hits me so up. He, he hits me up Saturday. Sammy Suplex. At Sammy Suplex. Friend of the show. Sammy Suplex. He hits me up Saturday. And he Leo goes, Armbar. No, sorry. <laughs> that is a disgusting act. He hits me up uh, Saturday and he goes like, "Yo, I'm going to WWE Evolution. Do you want to go?" And I'm like. Damn. So I was going to watch the show because, you know, first of all, I love women. Slide into his DMs, ladies. But I also love women's wrestling, and I want to support them because WWE mm-hmm. did a very horrible job going into the show. I mean, you've gone to Shimmer. You support women's wrestling. 
Shimmer. I've gone to Shine. Mm-hmm. They have a show coming up in December. So I definitely want to. I definitely was gonna watch it. So he hits me up and he goes like, "Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "How can I pass this though?" <laughs> I'm like, "I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go." So I ended it's up your boy. Exactly. So we <laughs> took the ride to Long Island. Um, man, dude, this show was great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I went to it. And we're gonna go down the card. Um, the crowd was super involved since the first bell rang mm-hmm. from the the pre-show match. Um, the the show in general had like a different vibe to it. It didn't feel like a typical WWE pay-per-view and it didn't fully feel like an NXT show. You know what it felt like? Yeah, go ahead. I know what you It you're felt going. like an ECW one night stand. Yes. It felt like an all in. So the camera work w- was it, different too. Yeah, it, it felt different in the sense that you know what it, it wasn't your typical. Even the lighting. So, but that was one of the things that kind of like bothered me a little bit. It was the the outside the ring, like you know how they usually have like the the mesh or whatever the fuck they use, and then they have like the wood around it. They use the old style ones, the old barricades, just covered with a black tarp. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? That bothered me though. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that because then I read onto that I read about okay, it. So okay, good. That, that's it, for those that that ever been to the Nassau Coliseum, mm-hmm. it's a fairly small arena. It's not as small as the Prudential Center, okay. but it is small. Um, they, I I noticed it too. I noticed the mm-hmm. the entrance or whatever, and I'm like, wow, this is different or whatever. But I didn't hate it. Yeah. At least I don't. No, no, I no. We, we didn't hate it because like, okay, maybe they're trying something but new. But I know how I some people took it like, oh, they could even put the the right production value for a w, for the first ever women's show. James Esponto, the set for Evolution was my only real problem. They could have kicked off in a few more dollars to make it look better. What up, James? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh-huh. hate it. I, I liked it. I thought it was different. Yeah, had a different vibe to it. So I know a lot of people were saying like, oh, well, well, you know, they um, the lighting. Was different. Mm-hmm. The lighting was different because even though Michael Cole announced that it was a sellout, it wasn't a sellout. No. But it wasn't like, oh my God, there's so much empty seats. Um, I say since from the beginning of the show, I was like, it was anywhere between 75, 80% full. Which is not bad. Going as the show progressed, I want to say it was a, it was close to 85 to 90% mm-hmm. full. Which, and, and again, and the reason I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm breaking it down to that is because. You didn't see full areas that was emptiness. Mm-hmm. It was like little bits and pieces throughout the arena. Okay, like patches. Patches. Okay. And li- as the show progressed, people were coming in late because mm-hmm. people were buying their tickets closer min- to the event. Okay. On StubHub, like um, one of uh friends of the show, this dude named Jose, that okay. that um he hits up on on Jose Instagram. Fernandez. I forget his I last name. Okay. He went to the show, mm-hmm. and he said he bought his ticket while he was online waiting to get to the arena. Yeah, I believe it. So people were buying their tickets last minute. And you know why I said that That even though it was at 85, 90, you know, whatever the percentage was, it's still really good because, like you said at the beginning, WWE really dropped the ball on how they promoted the event. Because if it was me, dude, I would have called Lifetime. I would have, you know, bought space. Uh, on all these, you know, female-oriented uh, networks, and promoted it. They they did a very horrible. They they were too busy fucking focusing on Cr- Crown Jewel oh, than promoting on WWE Evolution. And Are we but, gonna talk about that? Do we have to? Well, we have to talk about that. But at least we're with gonna Ev- tell them what happened. At least with Evolution. Uh-huh. At least with Evolution. I, even before I went to the show, I, I I did a post saying, you know, I hope that every female, because there's some females on the show that I don't like. 
like that. Like who? Oh, what? That I don't like like that. Maybe oh. physically, yes, but slide into his DMs. Exactly. Slide into um, his DMs, ladies. That I hope that everyone performs with a chip on their shoulder because yeah. they really didn't focus, made the show important, and this should be like the women's WrestleMania. This should be like top five shows of the year, and they didn't make it feel that way. No. Going into it. Going into it. Mm-hmm. Now, as a show as a whole, I thought the show was great. I I like the show. I like WWE Evolution before more than WrestleMania. Now, it was really enjoyable live, mm-hmm. but as you know, you know, and we've said it here on, on the air, I usually watch the tail end of it the next day when I get up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. WWE didn't have it up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. They didn't have it available. So like, sure? uh, dude, I kept checking like every stop that I went to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe it's wrong. Like I shut off my phone. I turned it back on and they didn't have it available till like noon that day, like the next day. So anybody, anybody that, that would watch the show, like let's say in the UK, mm-hmm. like you're not going to be up at three o'clock in the morning, yeah, UK yeah, yeah. time. So you watch it the next day. You I missed mean, out well, on that. Listen, if if people out here get up in the morning and watch New Japan live, I'm sure people. No, 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 but but I mean, like, okay, like, like, if you didn't want to wake up live to watch and you want to wait till because and and I tell you the truth, I actually enjoy it because I don't have you know my fucking kids asking me, oh, what's this? What's this? I'm gonna try to enjoy the show by myself, Mm -hmm. and and you know what I mean. Yeah. So I didn't like that part, and and it kind of goes into like the two points that I didn't like about the show, but it had nothing to do with the women. Because so what your, it was your issue in the wasn't was necessarily awesome. show. Your issue was with the WWE again. Of course, again. Of course, again. Of course. again. <laughs> yeah, like, like always with the WWE so, again. So, t- so <laughs> tell me about the ringside stuff because it's still not coming through on why they use the little cheap older versions and not the I new think ones. They, so I think they just wanted a different look for it. Okay. Also, and that'd be okay when, when it came the to the the, uh-huh. the 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 entrance. Yes. They took a um. It was a low but they they definitely went low budget because wherever they were taping raw that Monday was like out of the way. Uh-huh. So getting So logistically you couldn't logistically, get the stuff out there. That that was the reason I read. Okay. But to me, like I, I, I get the argument. This is your first all women's pay per view. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. Yeah, have Oprah or something. I don't know. No, not that way. I'm no just way. saying visually. Visually. Okay. Visually, make it like make it feel like a WrestleMania or like a Survivor Series or like a SummerSlam, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that part. I do get well, that. Well, do you do you think but, that they didn't do it because they didn't feel invested in it? And and it's funny because well, James is asking well, about well WWE. Well, WWE uh-huh. going into it like no, no. It's like okay, we're just doing it exactly. just for nobody to say anything. Exactly. When in a week from that's now the, we're gonna that's do. That's the reason why they did it. But all in all, the show was success and to, because the women made it a success. But even being there live, like. I had no issue with this different set. I thought it was, I, to me, I took the set as a breath of fresh air. You know mm. why? Because I'm sick and tired seeing the Raw and SmackDown sets be so, being so the bland. Thing. Exactly. And that, I, and like that was, seeing, I like yeah. seeing difference. And mm-hmm. the, so to me, you know how the WWE Evolution set looked like? It looked like a smaller version of the set they used for a super show down in Australia. A smaller version of that. That's okay. how I looked at it. So like th- whatever they shipped over from over there, like they, they used they, here. They, they took a they took like a quarter of it and made and put it on the National <laughs> Coliseum. Well, at least they didn't use the big ass ramp they used for WrestleMania. Was it two years ago? Uh, no, oh, the removal. The, the big ass one where you had Randy Orton coming down and they had like the the sperm looking snake. Coming that was down. uh Florida, Orlando. Okay, Orlando. That's what? a big ass fucking ramp, bro. So, um, the, sh- the pre show started was uh Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Really, really good opener. 
really good. I love Rhea Ripley. She reminds me like a female version of Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. You know, she's awesome and she's super savage on social media. You got You have to follow her on Instagram. But the official pay per view did start with the with the tag match, which originally was supposed to be Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus uh, Team Bestie, uh, yes. Lita and Trish. Um, they had to pull Alexa Bliss out because of uh, concussion issues. Mm-hmm. So they put um, Alicia Fox in there. Yes. Alicia Fox gets a lot of flack, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sh- say she's the greatest technical wrestler. I'm not going to say that. But she holds her own, mm-hmm. okay? Um, she did. She do, She had a little botch, you know, a, during the a match. Li- a little bit. A little botch. She was supposed to break up the count, and you could literally see the ref holding the three <laughs> count. But, I mean, yeah. all in all, I thought the match was real good between Trish and Lita. Trish and Lita could still go or whatever. And it's... It, and not to take anything away because we saw what what the other women in the in the pay per view did, but and it kind of like comes back to what we're gonna talk about Sean a little bit, but you can kind of see like okay yeah they can still go like and and it kind of goes to the next point that you're gonna have mm-hmm. on what they're gonna do with that afterwards like the what the rumors happen. so so obviously Trish and uh, Lita picked up the win but just going just the match in general like the 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 times that you had the face off between mickey and trish like the crowd just erupted and like i said since the opening bell of the pre-show match the crowd was super live like they were into every match um you know the the typical you still got a chance for lita and trish um lita looks great you know trish still looks great you know obviously they're older but they still look good um, Lita rocking the throwback thong, you know, with the baggy pants, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the mm-hmm. match was good, a great opener. Um, and obviously the following night in Raw, we did see him have a it was a a ten woman tag. You know, we saw Trish and Lita wrestle again. They have brand new shirts, so I think there's somewhere down the line we're probably gonna see them at the Women's Royal Rumble. We're gonna see yeah. them probably make an appearance there. And you know, Trish is open to having a match with Alexa Bliss. You know, she went, you know, breaking kayfabe. She did mm-hmm. say that she's a fan of Alexa Bliss, so she definitely does want that one-on-one match. So you know, there's rumors going on that there is plans set for Trish and Lita. So whether we see a one-on-one between her, Trish, and Alexa Bliss, or maybe we see Team Bestie versus the Bellas, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm I'm all forcing Trish and Lita to come back because yeah. to me, they can still go in the ring. Of course, and and you know what. And it's funny because this Alexa Bliss and uh, Trish match, I would want to see this match. Aside from they both look really good, but I think they can have good chemistry like back and forth because whether you like it or not, I think Trish was the most, um, the most female wrestler that looked really good but could really wrestle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you've had some girls that look really good, but they can't wrestle at all. Mm-hmm. And you've had, you know, the the other way around. Which, which it, you know, and while the Divas era does get a lot of, you know, shit mm-hmm. for it, there were some women on there that really knew how yeah. to wrestle. Like, of course. You know, one of the very, to me, one of the unsung heroes when mm-hmm. it comes to like that Divas era is Victoria Tara. Yes. I love her. Yes. I love her. Her as a heel. I loved her as a heel. I loved her in WWE. I loved her in TNA. Mm-hmm. I just loved her because not only because she, she, one, she was gorgeous. Yes. And two, she could, she was great in ring competitor. Mm-hmm. But um, the 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 tag the 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 tag match that did open up the show was was a strong opener. It was real, yes. real good. 
is what you needed to start the show. It this led on to the twenty woman battle royal. Now, mm-hmm. on paper, you're like, come on, really? Are you putting these women in a battle royal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? Like Oscar. But mm-hmm. even watching it live and then going back to watching on TV. This is probably one of my favorite battle royals of all time, if not the best battle royal that I've witnessed. Because usually battle royals are different from Royal Rumbles. Yes. Royal Rumbles, you have the expectation who's going to be next, right? Mm-hmm. With battle royals, you have everybody all at once yeah. there. But this battle royal was super fun. You, you know what? What I think actually added to the battle royal is that it was. It felt like it was separated into like segments. Yes. Like a lot of the battle royals, like they try to all get their stuff in before they they get thrown out, mm-hmm. right? But in this one, like. Just to start it off, right? Like you're having the Iconics come in. They're doing their promo. They do their pose. And then the old school girls throw them out. And then you have the new guard exactly. versus the old guard. So then, so visually, that was awesome. That was, that was though, visually. Because yeah. you, you have the new guard, which they're all just looking at See, the old I guard. I watch wrestling. <laughs> just saying. And <laughs> I, I remember, um, shout outs to my, my homie John and X. That X was there with his daughter, actually. Nice. You know, her first wrestling show. So I remember um I forget the dude's name, John, so don't 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 uh don't don't act like I'm burying your friend. But okay. was, that guy. He goes him. like, Why is Maria part of the old guard? I'm like, she was part of that Divas era. Yeah. You know? Of course. That's the reason why she's part of that old guard. And and, and you have the it's not like you can say, you know, well, you know, Bret Hart is part of the new No, like mm-hmm. it's when they were there. I mean, technically, if John Cena would have started wrestling Three years before that, he would have been part of the Attitude Era. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that—that's why I'm looking at Mar- uh, Maria being part of the old guard, and I'm okay with that. Did you notice uh, Naomi's entrance? No. What happened? She tributes Melina in the, in, in the entrance. She did. She I didn't notice. Does that. the 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 split? Ah, she did that. Body. She did that, and then Melina wrote a a big like big like open tweet letter type mm-hmm. thing on both her Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I kinda, totally missed that. Kind of, you know. Thanking uh, Naomi for what she did because Naomi really wanted a one-on-one match with Melina, mm-hmm. um, and for you know reasons that we may not know, you know, because for the most part we just know like, oh, well, Melina had a lot of heat in WWE. Yeah, but you know, I always take it. There's two sides of the story, and to me, Melina seems like a nice chick, you know, mm-hmm. a very cool chick, and she's pretty. So <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure she's uh, older now, so uh-huh. you hope so, she'll you know, be wiser. But you know. To me, Melina was good in the ring. So, you know, mm. uh, Naomi did uh, play tribute uh, to um, to Melina. Mm-hmm. So, Nia Jax ended up winning the, the, the Battle Royal, which I'm cool with. I, mm-hmm. I don't hate it. But um, there was a couple of favorites in the match that when they got eliminated, they got, like, extremely booed. Like, to me, I think Molly Holly got uh, eliminated too quick. Yeah, you should have kept her in there a little bit longer. Um. We obviously uh, we saw Kelly Kelly, we saw Tori Wilson, you know, Kelly, which they're Kelly. both gorgeous. Let's take a moment. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Go ahead. Um, Kelly fucking Kelly. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Alondra Blaze was in there. Uh-huh. Ivory yes. could still go. Alondra. Okay, my my thing with Alondra Blaze. She should be cut. She be cut. She should be coming out as Medusa, not Alondra Blaze. Yes. Because Medusa was more over than Alondra ba- Blaze. Yes. My opinion. Yes. You can hate me if you want to. No, no, no. Medusa no, no. as a character in WCW was more over than Alondra Blaze. Because the only thing you remember of Alondra Blaze, and if you, okay, because this is what happens, right? Any one of these wrestlers, any one of these women wrestlers, whatever name you use, these kids, those fucking kids that didn't see them wrestle, will go on Google's and put Alondra Blaze 
right? And look at the images. So what is the number one image you get when you put a laundry blaze on Google? Her holding up the trash can mm -hmm. with the title, okay? So uh, I'm sorry, Medusa is the over the most over character and the laundry is. So now, my, my thing with that is she should have got her thing tailored. It, it felt like really loose for some reason. Like, no, because, okay, you you could be not in full ring shape, but the way that they do the cuts, you make it look better than what it is. I think that was more of a WWE call, if I had to take a wild guess. Uh-huh. Just my opinion. Because, you know, they want to focus on Alondra Blaze, not Medusa. Yeah. Cause even Because even Medusa's gear was better than the Alondra Blaze stuff. I felt like they had that Alondra Blaze, like, just hanging somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, go, hey, go hey, get hey, that hey, one. Yeah, go, Here yeah. you go. Put this on. Come on to the ring. Um, <laughs> The crowd was hot, you know, hot for uh, Carmella. They did yes. the, the dance break segment with Ivory. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. That was cool. Um, I enjoyed the tribute that Tamina and Nia Jax did for Roman. Mm -hmm. When uh they had the face off, and then Lana tried to get in between them, and then they did the the roar like the Roman did. Yeah, you know, giving yeah, the no, tribute. That was good. I thought that was cool too. Um, it'd be nice to know the friends of the show if they let us know what they liked about the show too. I also like the bump. That well, really, I'm trying to be nice. Kelly F and Kelly hashtag Creepy Uncle Leo. Like really, like I enjoyed the show. Like what the hell? Did you see the bump that Selena yeah. Vega took when Nia Jax threw her and Tamina yes. caught her? I thought they, I thought their foreheads collided. I thought she missed. No, no, no. Like, they, no, they. Tamina caught her. Okay, but when I thought that their, you know, like their foreheads collided, because yeah, yeah. Tamina was holding her head after, like, you know, she sold the because okay, when they so, were on the floor. So you know, she had her up for the people that didn't see it. Uh, Nia Jax had her up. I thought she was gonna throw it the other way, uh, but I didn't even see Tamina out there. Mm -hmm. So, but when she when Nia Jax throws Selena Vega, I don't see Tamina catch her. Mm -hmm. I just see Selena drop mm -hmm. to the floor because she's tiny. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now, if if you're saying she caught her, I'm okay with that. You know what? She caught her, but. I kind of saw the same thing. Like, okay, like they fucked up on that part. You know, now I, I didn't feel strong enough to go back and watch it again, but that's that was my first like gut reaction. Because, and, and that's with with any high flying move, is not the person that's throwing themselves that that is has to be on point. It's the person catching yeah. the person that's throwing themselves. We're going to talk about that later. So you like that? Huh? Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it's all prepared, guys, by the so, way. So. The final two was Nia Jax and Ember Moon. Yeah. I think I would have won with Ember Moon on this one. I mm -hmm. think Ember Moon needed the win. Yeah. They won with Nia Jax. I don't hate it. It's cool. Mm -hmm. But um, I think Ember Moon should have won because the, the crowd was super hot for Ember Moon, what especially during the buster. face the the face off between her and Asuka. Yes. Which I think that should have actually been a match on the card, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a throwback to their NXT days. Oh, so Okay, so let me ask you. At that face off, like I really heard the crowd – like going crazy, the crowd was going. The crowd was going crazy throughout the night, but during that that part was that part. NXT, super it was. NXT champion. So it wasn't added. Uh, you know, he didn't take the no, volume, no, bring it no, up. No, actually, because I watched the show the next day that okay. morning when they actually made it available. I saw the show that morning. They lowered the Becky chance during an entrance. They did. They lowered uh, them. Fucking um, Selena and Ember were standouts of the battle royal. Is what the friends are saying. Uh, friends of the, I, the I, I can't disagree on that. Thoughts, guys. Share the video. Let the people know that we are here. If you have a wrestling fan that has stopped watch wrestling, or you know what, they're skeptical. 
Let them know about us. That's also, if you miss anything on today's episode that yeah. we're doing live on Facebook, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Want Be Fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mescla app, LosRadio.com, wherever you got your podcast needs. Mm-hmm. Leave us a five-star, five-star, five-star. Frost Flash Radio, you comment, agree, says, Barry, either one of us most likely be this guy sitting right next to me, the old man. It's me. It's me. It's LJV. Come on. I worked it out. Leonardo, Jesus, Vilches, LJV. Okay. Uh, friends of the show are saying, um, like, uh, fantasy matches they would have liked to see. AJ Lee versus Sasha Banks would have been uh, uh, something cool to see. AJ Lee versus Rousey. I think a lot of people just had the idea that somehow we were going to mm-hmm. get, like, an AJ Lee. Maybe not a... Her being in attendance, but having a visual package. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people expected that. Trish versus Mandy Rose would have also been better. Would have been nice to see. Um, Christopher, I don't know that AJ Lee and Sasha Banks are around the same size. No, I think Sasha's a little bit bigger right now. Yeah. So after Doesn't the matter. Battle Royal, we had the, the finals of the, the Mayan Classic, Tony uh, Storm oh, versus uh, Io Shirai. The match was good. It was not the best one out of the whole tournament, mm-hmm. but I think the right person did one win was Tony Storm. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of this young lady. I got I was privileged to meet her in New Orleans for nice. WrestleMania weekend. Um, former Progress Women's Champion, or is she still Progress Women's Champion? I forget. No, I think she dropped the title. Yeah. Um, uh, she's been all over the Indies, WXW, all over the place in Japan for stardom everywhere. Um, now she's in NXT UK, so um, the right person definitely did win mm-hmm. the the tournament. Super over, there's like superstar ran all over. Her. Um, after this match, we had the the six woman tag, uh, the Ride Squad versus uh Sasha Banks, Bailey, mm-hmm. and Natalia. You know, the match wasn't bad. It was cool. Uh, Sasha Banks once again botched uh, the suicide dive. I don't know why she keeps doing that move. My thing is. Um, about this, I wish we would have gotten Sasha Banks versus Bailey because mm-hmm. they were teasing them feuding in the summer. They didn't announce tag titles, so why the hell are we still like having this best friends type thing? Like mm-hmm. we don't need that. Like everybody wanted Bailey versus Sasha, you know. Yeah. Um, we could have had another type of six woman tag, and Natalia could have had two different partners there. Like, why are we seeing? Why couldn't we see Sasha and, and um Bailey? Because you and. The thing with this six uh, women match, you're right. You could have had other people come in here and then just take whatever women you didn't use and put them in the battle royal, or, or something. We we could have done something yeah. different. At least what I would have wanted was I would have liked the heel turn from Sasha that night. Mm. I would have loved the heel turn. Okay, because or or maybe even Bailey. I would have liked the heel turn. You know, just going back. So okay. So they're. Their, their their tension that they had over the summer because then it's like okay we're coming back to this yeah. now like it was a it was it was a because I think with that you're kind of stuck in the sense that you know it's gonna happen but how much do you push it out before it becomes stale because also heel turns do become stale yeah, when you but drag it if, out that but long. if you look at if you look at at, at like in that point of view there was no reason for them to get back together what was the point for them to yeah. have tension and then to get back together for what for nothing yeah no no. I do want to now talking about the six woman tag. I you know, I've been critical on Sasha Banks. She's a very no. gorgeous. She's a very gorgeous girl, and yeah, I'm not yeah. saying she's bad in the ring. But talking about she, her spot? too far. Her weave. No! Stop. Sorry. This is why women don't like no! you. It's okay. no! Get in line, ladies. No. So <laughs> Sasha Banks, um, I forgot where she did an interview. Uh huh. 
but she did it this week. And they asked her about um, being the greatest of all time. And this. Oh, and yeah. That. What the fuck was that about? And Sasha said, oh, well, you're looking at, at her. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm proof. I'm the greatest female wrestler okay. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And go, the go. second go. I, I heard that, uh-huh. you know, I had to give her the. Congratulations. You played yourself. And, and the I, other one. No, 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 no. no. That one. That one. Get that shit out of your head. I guess I might as well give her this one, too. Yeah. You don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Because, <laughs> you know, she's not bad in the ring. But, she's not. But you're not Charlotte. Uh-huh. You're not Becky. Uh-huh. You're not Trish. You're not Trish. You're not Lita. You're not Lita. And I could even go at women in other promotions. Like, I could do that, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're definitely not Tessa Blanchard. No. Okay, no, you don't no. even come close to Tessa Blanchard. She's good. I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler, all right? I, and this is not a knock to all the people that are fans of Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, my God, yes, you she's, are. She's, a good, she's mm-hmm. good in the ring. But to say that you're the best? What, so, are, you, what are you fucking crazy? Okay, so, so uh, pause. We were talking about before, about how we like to hear podcasts because that's kind of where the wrestler or or the person, the the man, the female, where they don't have to kayfabe, where they don't have to still play the character. Now, I think she was still playing that think boss she was, character. You think she was working the... the yes, the, I think so. I'm going to disagree in, with in you. In context. I'm going to disagree with you. I think she really does believe that. She that she's com- the best ever? I think she believes. You know why? Do you want to know why? I don't want to know why, but go ahead, Mario. Why? She's known... And she's even being an asshole. What? No, no, no. She's oh. known, and she's even got heat in backstage. Mm-hmm. Is she's known that she does have a very high confidence about herself. She's known that. Okay, but you got to back it up, though. You could have high confidence. But okay, also, also, I will say this to her defense. And even though I am somewhat uh-huh. bashing her, I'm gonna defend her a little bit. All right, there, Roman Reigns. She, we can't say that her booking's been all that great either. She, her booking has been trashed. Let's let's be honest here. Okay. In the same, I'll, gi- I'll give you that. In the same sense, though, even if her booking was good, mm-hmm. I still don't think she's she's out there. I, listen, when we do our luchis this year, yes, she's, I, I like because the name's sticking. I'm yeah. telling you right now, uh-huh. she's not making our top ten. No, not at, at all. At all, she's Tessa, not. Tessa Blanchard, top three at least. She's not making our top ten. She's not the greatest. She is she good in the ring? Yes, but. Let's be honest. But not here. the best. She's not the best unless she, she botches a lot. Of course. Okay. Not saying that. Not, I'm not saying that the best don't botch. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. But okay, but you're you're allowed to botch maybe once, twice. But if you do it every other show, then we got a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if that becomes a norm, then you're not the best. Um, just to answer James really, really quick, maybe she makes my top twenty-five. Maybe she may even makes my top twenty. But I no, don't top twenty. I think is okay. Yeah, that's reasonable, but not right? Top but ten. She's definitely not making top ten. No. But let's continue on with the with the show. Um, man, Kyrie yes. Sane versus yes. Shayna Baszler. This match was great. Yes. Um, I'm a big, big fan of Shayna Baszler. I think she's awesome. I know she gets a lot of criticism from the IWC. I know some people don't like her, but she's such a fucking badass. She knows her fucking character and I don't even think she's bad in the ring. I think she's better, you know, I think she's better than some people actually put her out to be, you know. I think people just give her criticism because, you know, she came from the world of MMA and you know, she's not you know, she she had an indie run for like about a good three years Mm -hmm. 
and then you know she got signed. You know what I'm saying? Like she just started out being a fan, just like Ronda and just like yeah. the rest of the four horsewomen. But man, this match was super good. Kyrie Sane is another one that's very lovable. So fans connect to her because she's such a lovable character for a stupid gimmick, a yeah. stupid pyre gimmick. But she makes it work. So mm-hmm. good for her. And and that's where most of those bad gimmicks actually work. The first, the 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 biggest one, I think, of the worst gimmicks that you make it work was the road dog. We were talking about him off the air. The roadie. Yeah. So I think that was one of the worst gimmicks ever, but the dude made it work. You know another one that that was really bad? Sandow. Mm -hmm. Sandow was a bad gimmick, and he made it work. And a guy that you have nowadays here that has always stuck in my mind, because we spoke about it when we first heard about him, Elias. And I remember us saying... Like, oh my God, that's the stupidest gimmick ever. Like, are you are you a drifter? Are you a but, homeless guy? But he was better in the main roster because it suited him more. Of than course. NXT. No, no, but 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 he also morphed. He also learned. And I think that's where, where Shayna she did come from from MMA. Mm-hmm. But she's taken and learned from the craft. She's great. She's like I compare to like a female Brock Lesnar, except she actually does rounds like in the house show loops and like (laughs) she's like in every almost every show. Mm -hmm. She's so fucking good. She knows her fucking character. I love her. I fucking love her. Mm -hmm. And we'll marry her then. I think she plays for the other side team. I could be wrong here. So just like our show, she, (laughs) (laughs) she um, but I called it. She Uh was gonna. It only made sense for her to get this title back. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Saint doesn't really need it because she's super no. over. She does not need the championship. Now, why did they take her take it off of her in the first? I place? think it had to do more with the May Young Classic. Okay. Um, kind of going back to their their finals of the first May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie beat Shane in the final, mm-hmm. so kind of play to that. Yeah. But you know, Kyrie doesn't need it. But do you think anybody actually remember that outside from us being wrestling fans? Well, you got to remember the NXT audience is us. Mm-hmm. Not the WWE audience. Keep, no, but, but keep in mind, WWE evolution, right? Yeah. You had a mixture of everything in there. Yeah, well, you had the May Young you had, people. You had a you, you had a mixture of everything. Yeah. So that's why the show felt so fucking different. So let me ask you this, though, Mr. Rated R, Mario, um, why don't you do that with every show? Why don't you take a little bit of NXT, kind of like make it the best of? Because right now, pay-per-views are not pay-per-views, Okay. Right now, they're just a glorified fucking house show. Because that's what it feels like. Most of them do. Not all, but majority. Okay. So why don't you just make it the best of? Kind of like what Los Radio is doing. You know, where we're going to get the best of and play it in the morning. Just saying. So get your NXT match in the pay-per-view. Get your your tournament match in the pay-per-view. Get your two or three best matches from Raw and two two or three best matches from SmackDown. And that's your pay-per-view. I think they don't want to do that because then almost every show is going to feel the same way. I think the right way to go Mm -hmm. with this idea is have Triple H literally control every fucking show because he'll know. You can say anything you want about Triple H. And and you know what? CM Punk, best in the world. That's the only one I'm going to say. CM Punk, (laughs) I think... He might have missed on that because of the hatred that he had for Triple H. But I think Triple H taking over the WWE is a good thing. Maybe not uh, Stephanie by herself, right? Or Shane by himself because they're, they're both just like Vince, right? But I think Triple H, he's able to separate kind of like a lot of us 
okay wrestling fans are able to separate the Wait, person there yeah. and, and the person in the back. Mm-hmm. Triple H is able to separate because, and a lot of people don't know this, and we've actually brought this up, Triple H has a losing record at WrestleMania. Yeah. If the guy was so you know egotistical and oh, it's, it's me, 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 he wouldn't have a losing record at WrestleMania. And I th- also I think I think Triple H already went through that phase where oh, yeah. he did have the ego and did bury some people. Yeah, but but he, but he also paid his dues with the whole you know hug and everything. We're not. Come we, on, bro, we are, He was down there. We are not. Mario. We are not getting into that because that's a different conversation. He was down there. Whenever you want to, bro, we can have. That we're we're not talking about that now. Whenever. Let's you want not to. sit here and act that Triple H. Played his no, car no, no, drive. No, 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 no. That, He married. Uh, he married. Okay, he but married not up. only that, let's not act also uh-huh. that those world title wins in the mid-2000s, he, you know, he, let's not <laughs> yeah. let's not try okay. to paint up. Uh, you know what? Fuck you, Triple H. Well, we're going to counter. Oh, no, sorry. We're, we're not saying sorry. that either. Sorry. Sorry, Hunter. No, uh, uh, but Shayna, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler did Paul. end up defeating Kyrie Sane with the help of the other two uh, female. Uh, I'm just women, saying you need to have more Triple H in the booking. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, of course. I think we all want that. Yes. Um, but yeah, Shayna Baszler, two-time NXT Women's two Champion. Time. This leads on. How do you feel about that two chant? They only do that in smarky crowds. Okay. Just, just. I, I know that that smarky crowds. <laughs> we should have our own like little segment like <laughs> chants that Mario hates. <laughs> you know, you know, a, you, you know, there's a part that I always tell you. This is why people don't like you because you always cut people off. Uh-huh, You're yeah. doing it. No, right no, now. but just because it came to my mind, I was like, okay. You hate that this is awesome, Chance. You, you hate that this is awesome, and you still I have it. I said that to, to my homies I was with that day. So too. how do you feel about the two? That doesn't bother me. We're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm even okay at times. Uh, <laughs> at times. <laughs> what do you mean at with, times? You deserve it at uh-huh. times. Uh-huh. At times. So who deserves it? Well, we're going to talk about that in the next match. I know. <laughs> but this is awesome. Fight forever. Uh-huh. I fucking hate it. I Fight hate forever? it so fucking much. Let me put that in my notes to download the Fight Forever channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, arguably, match of the night. No, not arguably. No, no, it, no. It, it was it. Match, match of the night. Match of the night. Probably top 10 matches of the year. Mm-hmm. And let me let me just break the fourth wall real quick, because uh, I know which way you're going. The pay-per-view was so good that you not have you have not looked at your phone to see the card lineup yet. No. So, just for people to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's some pay-per-views where, like, okay, we're looking at our phones. We're trying to see what the yeah, what the lineup you is. You know, like Crown Jewel. There's forgettable shit on there. Oh, forget that shit. <laughs> but, but no, no, no. But you do see how good this show was. Now, the match. Uh, I could just imagine. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to look at my fucking phone. James said, um, friend of the show goes like, Leo, don't get mad because you couldn't sleep your way to the top. I'm, I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking to say. Mario, please, because I'm going to sleep outside. Go ahead, uh, Mario. Okay. So, um, arguably, no, ar- not arguably, best, best of the best match best of the match. night. Probably, st- we're going to talk about this match at the end of the year. Best Becky women's Lynch. match of the year so far. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Man. So, coming into, you know, during the entrances, Charlotte's entrance, she got mixed reactions. Mm-hmm. There was... More boos than cheers. Yeah. There was a sign in the crowd. Get this. Boo the woo. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I like that. When Becky Lynch came out, it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out. Yeah. That crowd fucking blew up, you know, uh, singing the song, you know, her entrance theme song. It, it was even, you could hear it watching it when the, the song cut off. The crowd was still singing the song. 
loud Becky chants. Uh-huh. Great. I, I just thought of something somewhere. Write it down. Okay. Um, this match was great. Um, mm-hmm. These women beat the crap out of each other. It was a good match other. from start to finish. Beat the living crap out of each other. They gave this match a shit ton of time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, they. Um, if you follow us at Lucha Outsiders, um, I did a, a Insta story, and when they were fighting in the outside, I was not too far away from that, so I definitely recorded a, a good chunk of it and I posted it in our uh, in our page. Yeah, you were actually really like. Yeah, really yeah. Th- mm-hmm. This was actually the the first WWE show that I, I sat. Fairly close like that. Okay. Never really sat that close. Nice. Pretty cool. For a fucking show that you weren't going to go to in the first motherfucking yeah. place. Yeah, I know. Just saying. Beep, that's, beep, that, beep. that's what happens when WWE poorly booked shows. Nobody <laughs> wants to buy tickets until last minute. Okay. But um, the show, the, I mean, the match was, oh, my God. Like, you know, there was, you could, they couldn't tone down the Becky chants t- too much because it was just so loud in there for Becky. Like, the whole, I'll say, ninety nine point nine percent of the crowd was behind Becky, mm-hmm. and even to the point where Becky's hitting Charlotte with the candlestick, the crowd's <laughs> cheering. You deserve it. Yes. So in that case, that oh, I, 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 was, I was, I was, I was okay with it. And and listen, I, I'm a fan of Charlotte too. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, we're gonna do something called Mario likes, and we're, I'm gonna put a couple different things like. What do you think of this song, the wrestling songs? So we'll do you know this. how much shit we still have left on this show? I know. No, no, but we're not going to do now. I'm just okay for the next show. So I know. I'm about Charlotte, two seconds away from checking on the kids. Charlotte, um, I there's no words how how much I can say. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm going to put Becky over too, but mm. man, Charlotte is just a different level of a, of a female competitor. Well, and it goes back to to what we said before with. It's not the person jumping, it's the person catching them. Mm-hmm. With any match, like you can have somebody put the other person over, but if they're both on the same page, they both look good. She, well, keep in mind, they're friends too, so yeah. that plays. No, Mario, they hate each other. They, there was a spot in the match where Charlotte puts Becky Lynch on the figure eight in mm-hmm. between the ladder. Oh, my God. Yes, a good assist to the referee. He kind of kicked the chair over. Just that's that might have been the MVP of the night, because <laughs> he because he even holds it Becky after yes. t- you know when she po- when she power bombed Charlotte yes. to the table, which ended up you know the ending of the match. Mm-hmm. But man, that match was so good. It was well, super good, and and it also has to do because funny you said you know they're friends, because wrestling has a lot to do with trust. Like you have to be able to trust the other person that they're not going to hurt you. If you put them through a figure eight, through a ladder, and then you're gonna get hit with a chair, mm-hmm. like you have to be able to trust both ways. So I think them being friends also adds to how good this match was. I think that adds. And to- also, Beck, you know, Becky's in the prime of her career right now with this yeah. with this um, tweak because she's not necessarily a heel. She's not a yeah. face. She's an anti-hero. I keep stressing that to people. She's mm-hmm. not a heel. She's not a face. She's an anti-hero, and she's playing her character so well. She's she's just being her, but just revved up to a thousand. Mm-hmm. And on social media, her social media game is on a thousand. Um, how did the hashtag One Minute Leo start trending? I'm I'm trying to figure that one out. The match was just too too good. Um, no, it was it was. What which should have been the main event? And regardless, if this is not the match that closed the show, this was the main event. But going into it, you and I spoke about this. That going into it. We knew that that was supposed to be the main event, 
but we also knew that that was not going to be the, the main, main event. event. Exactly. And, you know, going to the show also, because you have a whole bunch of different diversity of fans, because it's mm. not just an NXT crowd. It's just yeah. not the, the the regular WWE fans. You get a mixture of everything. You know, there was a lot of people that w- w- was cosplaying for this event, you know, dressed yeah. as their fe- Even guys, you know, dressed as their fam- fa- you know, favorite female superstars. But so um, you, you saw a guy dressed up as Charlotte? I, I saw guys dressed up as the Bellas, okay? Um, okay, on that note, I'm going to go check on the kids. So The Bellas? Yeah. Please tell me one of them had a beard or something, because th- that usually happens for some reason. Mm, not sure, sir, because I didn't look too hard. Okay, I didn't want to. Thank look God, too hard. That, I was. It was a test. It was All a right. test. Um, but what I did notice about that, since you had a mixture of different crowds and different demographic, um, there was a lot of Bella's fans. You know, because a lot of women watch Total Divas. A lot of women like Nikki and Brie, even though some of us don't. And it's not that we don't like them as a person, or maybe you know hate. The person is just, you know, we just don't need to see them wrestling. Um, and to be honest, you know, Nikki gets some somewhat of that John Cena type heat where they're just given opportunities. And, you know, Nikki has that stigma, especially with the whole Total, D- Total Diva stuff. You know, she was just given this opportunity with Ronda. And, you know, a lot of people were like, eh. But, you know, the crowd... Even even going into the show, while a lot of people like myself was eh about this match, crowd was involved. There was um, I thought it was gonna be more fifty fifty. Let's go Ronda, let's go Nikki. But it was, you know, it was. How can I say this without bearing either one? It wasn't equal, but there was definitely the 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 Nikki. The the Bellas fan base was definitely vocal. You know, it was a lot more women, while r- the the Ronda supporters was more deep. You heard more deep voices, right? Um, I think we all knew Nikki wasn't going to win this. The match was it great? No. Was it bad? No. It was it was what it was. You know, it's not a match that I'm going to remember. Um, the good thing was that the crowd was involved. I think that's what ultimately matters, that the crowd was involved, the crowd wasn't dead for this. But, you know, there, there's nothing really to really... There's nothing that stands out in this match because this match, this match was whatever team. Now, maybe people on the chat might be saying something different, but uh, maybe something stand out for you guys in the match. But, you know, I think ultimately, you know, for the IWC, for the most part, they wanted Ronda to win. Um... And she won. And, you know, at the end of the show, Ronda celebrated. And then we have literally almost every female wrestler or any, you know, or you had the the Pages and the Stephanie McMahons and stuff that were out by the entrance and they all celebrated as a whole together. Triple H was out there, you know, um, bowing down to all the women. And then we see uh, Becky and Ronda kind of toasting with their belts. And that was the end of the show. Overall, I thought the show was good. I give it... Maybe an eight, a nine. That's how high how high I graded. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, both live and watching it back on TV. I thought the the show was great. Um, we're definitely this is gonna be a show that we'll talk about at the end of the year when we give our top ten uh shows of the year for the Luchis. Um I have no complaints about the show. I, I know some people complain, like, oh, production value, this, that. I have no complaints. I mean, even with the main event, even though that wasn't really the main event, um, to me, you know, it was cool. It, it was what it was. I enjoyed the show from start to finish. 
So congrats all to to all the women. And this leads on to something else that's really, really exciting for me. Um, and for a lot of you, I'm assuming, and for Leo too, which I don't know what he's doing. So it gets announced that Monday Night Raw that we're, for Survivor Series we're going to get Ronda Rousey, the Raw Women's Champion, versus the SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I would not mind this being the main event of the show because um, I'm sure Becky's going to make Ronda look good. Um, you know, for the little uh, amount of time that Ronda's been in the ring, I think... Ronda's not bad. Ronda's not bad at all. I think she's exceeding all of our expectations. Um, Her selling ability ability is great. I think my only critique with her, and I think that she should work on, is maybe not talking so loud during her matches. But besides that, I really don't have an issue with Ronda. I think she's all right. Uh, See, I don't hate the Bellas. I just don't want to see them in the ring. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way too. I, I, I don't hate the Bellas. I do like Brie more than Nikki. Um, I think Nikki sometimes believes her own shit about, oh yeah, we we were the 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 you know the the focal point and the start of the women's evolution. That's a bunch of horse shit. All right, you were never good in the ring to begin with. Neither one of them were ever good in the ring. Um, I know some people try to make the argument that Nikki got better. Ah, eh, they're still mediocre at best. Um, I don't need to see them in my wrestling ring. Um, on my TV watching them, I could watch them maybe as a manager role. I don't mind that, but wrestling, I don't need to see them. Just me personally. Um, how do you feel about Becky Lynch versus Ronda? Hello, how are you? Um, I like it. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So with Becky Lynch against uh, Ronda, champion versus champion. Well, and I and I think it's a good thing because what you have now, but you have Ronda past this match, past with with the with the Bella Twins, and a lot of people didn't think that. Becky was going to be the champion coming out. So by you having them go against each other, I think it's going to take it because you. I think right now you have Becky Lynch. She's able to hold and help Ronda because that's what you need. So, And we were talking about before about Shayna Baszler. You have both Shayna and Ronda. They're both having where you come from MMA. You've gone into wrestling but i think Shayna has been able to learn from that where ronda maybe she doesn't have the ring time to be able to get to that level right now so i think if you're able to put Shayna baszler and ronda rousey i think Shayna in the ring is a lot better than ronda oh absolutely but ronda's not bad for the limited no. time she's been in the ring so what i was saying is with becky i think becky will be able to help ronda and i think it will make it more of a, a, a more entertaining match more convincing that, that too. Now, do you think going into it, who's going to win? Well, bias, I want Becky to win. Is she going to win? Probably not, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We got to have a weird finish. Have neither of them win. But do we really want to see a non finish, though? Good point by James. He says, Do you think Becky and Ronda will build up the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen match at WrestleMania? I mean, that could be an idea. Be if, they, if they don't go with Charlotte and Ronda at, uh, at Mania, which there's been rumored for that. But especially with the what happened with the Roman situation, everything now is possible mm-hmm. when it comes to matches for WrestleMania. So well, we, we necessarily don't know what could happen. Okay, but everything right now? Because normally at, at this time last year, we knew we were going to get Brock and Roman mm-hmm. for Mania. 
We knew that already. Yeah, but but okay. So how how many months are we away from Mania? Six months. There's a lot of shit that can happen in six months. Even even in the road to I, WrestleMania. No, I understand that. But what I'm trying to tell you is normally how WWE works, right? Around this time, they already know where they're going with for Mania. Okay. For example, if you follow the dirt sheets, we already knew we were going to get a Roman and Brock. Mm-hmm. We knew that. With the whole Roman thing that happened, yeah, it threw everything out of the oh, loop. Of course. Of course. So now, WWE, maybe they have a plan already what, what they're going to do. But CM Punk. Jumping ahead. They 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 don't have a set plan yet because now everything's, you know, out well, there. You don't know what's gonna happen now. Like whatever plan you had, and you know what? I'm actually don't take this the wrong way, but I'm actually happy that it happened now, and not after Royal Rumble. I'm happy that it happened now. In the in in the sense of the, of the matter is not happy, but. Happy is a very strong word. To no, say. no, no. But that's why I said don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it would have happened at uh, a Rumble or after the Rumble, that's like when you have everything in place already. You know what I mean? And then you're scrambling to try to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Exactly. So that can also affect everything else that happens in the show. At least now you have a, a way to build it up. Now you have a way to work on it to go ahead and, and get it to work. So we'll see. All right. Let's... um. I don't want to be, you know, negative here, but we're going to have to talk about Crown Jewel. No. No! 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 Do we have to? So, the controversial show that took place in Saudi Arabia. Controversial is a very uh, soft word to describe this. The show ended up happening. Um, you You know what pisses me off, though? And to be honest with you, you know, we don't have to agree with WWE, you know, going to the Saudi Arabia, and mm. I get all that, and I get it, and I think for the most part, majority of wrestling fans do have that open mind, you know, like, you know, they did it for the money, it's blood money, there's so many ways of putting it, right? So during Evolution, they showed a little uh, thing for Crown Jewel, and mm-hmm. with the graphic for Crown Jewel, and the whole crowd booed, right? Of course. Okay? Here's the thing, though. These people are booing, but don't act like you're not gonna watch it! And most of them did. Exactly. We can have an opinion like, ah, maybe WWE shouldn't be doing business with Saudi Arabia, but don't act like you're not going to watch the fucking show because you're going to fucking watch it. Bunch of fucking hypocrites. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just fucking saying. Anyways, they went to Saudi Arabia. They did this show. Now, you know, we gave our we gave our opinions on our last episode, episode 94, yeah. that, you know, they this show shouldn't be happening. Now, overall... This show was a piece of shit. That was my instant analysis after watching it, right? Uh-huh. The show was a piece of shit show. It was. But, but, I started thinking to myself, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. If this exact same show, right, with a couple tweaks, right? Mm-hmm. With a couple tweaks, meaning if the World Cup wasn't called the World Cup and maybe just called the WWE Cup. Let's have that for starters, right? Cool. Okay. If this exact show... Would have happened, like, let's say in the UK, for example, right? You throw two women matches on there because in UK, women could perform. Yes. <laughs> Do you think maybe we would have had a different taste in our mouth? No. I think we would have. Why? I would love to hear your, your input. I think we would have a different taste in our mouths because keep in mind, 
the world, our issues with this show was women ain't wrestling. This mm-hmm. shouldn't be called the World Cup because necessarily this ain't a World Cup. And why are we seeing DX versus Undertaker and Kane? Okay. Now, let's say we would have had a couple of tweaks, right? Oh, and I forgot. People had issues with Brock Lesnar winning the mm-hmm. Universal title, right? And I'm going to get to that too. So you call it the King of the Ring? Or WWE Cup. Either one. Okay. Okay. You have a couple have of Have the wrestling. tournament, right? Uh-huh. Instead of calling it, have it. This is going to be starting, you know, the 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 beginning points or the starting points of the brand supremacy going into Survivor Series. They're gonna whoever wins this cup are gonna have the 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 the, the you know the the upper hand of this yes. brand supremacy tied into Survivor Series, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe people would have such a sour taste in their mouths of what we ended up witnessing. Also, you throw in two women matches on the show and actually give them time. Mm-hmm. Then you throw in everything else we saw. I think we wouldn't got maybe even mixed reviews, and maybe people wouldn't have so much of a sour taste in their mouths about Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion, especially for a UK crowd. Yeah, and and you know what? Look and, at it, and that's the point like of take view. everything out of it and just look at the matches for what they are. Because mm-hmm. granted, the 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 the, the tournament, yeah. It, the tournament w- was a joke to begin with, and we all knew going that to begin with. And also, I wasn't surprised about what what I ended up watching was because it's like, what did we expect? We mm. didn't expect nothing crazy anyway. Like, dude, to me, is it really shocking that Brock Lesnar won? No, it's not. I know no. a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe Brock Lesnar's uh, – the, the, they put the title back on him. That title – It is what it is. That title means nothing. That title has been cursed since day one, since Finn Balor won it. And a lot of people don't even remember that. Because they were too busy on shitting on the belt, which rightfully so, the belt is what it is. It looked like caca. I think now for the most part, the audience had grown to accept how the the visual of the Mm -hmm. title. But that title doesn't mean anything. You know why that title doesn't mean anything? Because there's no history for it. Yeah, there's nothing attaching you to that title. Now... I could be agree. I could agree with the people that are shitting that Brock's being champion again. If that title that he's holding is the WWE World Title that AJ holds, then I could yeah. agree with the audience. I'm gonna be like, "Come on, man, really?" But the Universal Title means nothing. It means mm-hmm. nothing. No, and, and you're right. It doesn't because it is cursed. I mean, let's look at at the champions. You've had something negative happen with those champions when they've had the title, except for Brock Lesnar, but he's barely there. Except Kevin Owens. Well, Kevin Owens was the best Universal Champion. Okay, Mario, that hasn't been that many. But, but out of the out of the people that were champions, he was the best one. Finn Balor got hurt the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, he was hurt the day of. He had to relinquish yeah. the title the next day. Kevin Owens is champion. Held it for a couple of months. He held it, I think, for six months. He drops it to Goldberg. Now, don't get me wrong. No hate on Goldberg, but they put that title That's on him Goldberg. for to to drop it to Lesnar. Of course, and it was for the for the fucking for the video game. And even and you know and we crapped on Roman in the past before, but you know what did they do with Roman? Him having that title, they took it off of Lesnar to put it on Roman, and they did nothing with him. At least yeah. when Roman was the WWE World Champion, he at least had a he defended the title. Yeah, they did nothing really with Roman as the Universal Champion, no. and it's not on him; it's on the booking. They were too focused on this whole Shield versus um yeah, and if the, the dogs of war. But if you're gonna focus on that, then take the title off of him. 
put it well, on they, somebody else. Or maybe they should have just never put the title to him on begin with. And I'm not saying that as, you know, putting hate on Roman. No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that when you look at Roman's championships that he's held, his WWE world title run, you know, before he dropped it to Rollins, that was more memorable than his, yeah. this universal title run. No, 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 you're right. You're right, and and I do, uh, and and I do follow on that, on that line. But I really hope that this negative stigma that that belt has, and this curse that the belt has, changes. I, I, I wouldn't hold. I wouldn't hold any water. Uh, no, I'm not. See. No. Um. So, and we're gonna jump around with this crown jewel shit because, uh, you know, it, let's it, just what, skip it, it all together. We have to talk about it. Bro. <sighs> So the tournament, um, we had Mysterio and Randy. Mysterio went over on that. Randy ended up beating him up um, after the match. Um, we had Miz and Jeff Hardy. Miz ended up picking the win there. Uh, we had Ziggler and Angle, which, you know, for what it was, I, I enjoyed the match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ziggler went over. Some people were surprised about that. Why? Because they're they're they're. They have this mindset where we're going to see the angle of old, which angle didn't really necessarily look bad in this match, but there was no way we're going to see him have two, three matches. There was no way. You could barely have him have one match. Let's put it that Uh, way. Him and Ziggler wasn't bad, in my opinion. Okay, but how did he look after the match? He didn't look, you know, like a spring chicken. I think people people had this thing where Kurt Angle was going to advance to maybe the semifinals or something because the way they they were amping him up on Raw. And I think people, that's what people thought. Obviously, Well, you're thought. wrong, people. Um, we had Lashley and Seth. Seth got his asshole by Bobby Lashley, but Seth ended up picking up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had, once again, Seth and Ziggler. Um, they both could go in the ring. The match was what it was. What it was. We've just seen it so many times that it kind of... Well, and we've seen it so many times. And then it's usually in that second match, if the person's going to go on to the third match, they play it safe. And also let's not let's not let's also throw in the fact that that's a Saudi Arabia crowd, so they're not like a UK Yay. crowd. They're not like us out here. They're not like a you know, all these other crowds. They're, they're different. So that definitely plays a factor too. Um but I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. Miz ended up being Mysterio, so uh Ziggler ended up being Rollins, so you had Miz and Ziggler at the final, which mm-hmm. we thought um, Baron Corbin was out there for the Universal Title match when Lesnar defeated um, Braun Strowman with five F fives. Mm-hmm. Um, he stayed out there. Then we had the finals for this World Cup tournament. Um, World Cup. Miz ended up getting kayfabe hurt, mm-hmm. and then Shane McMahon takes his place. Now, uh, <laughs> you you know, I like to be completely honest with the people. In yeah, you. go ahead. You had no clue this happened. The, okay, so that's because again, I watch it the next day. I skipped through most of those matches. Like Rightful, I, rightfully so. I just went and saw the the Undertaker and Kane and and DX, and the Brock Lesnar and and uh, Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I could care less about anything else. Yeah. So we were having a conversation where we're setting this whole thing up, and we're talking about the World Cup. I'm like, oh, who won the World Cup? And Mario said, "I said Shane McMahon." And Leo's reaction was. He's like, I, how the fuck did that happen? So I literally got up and said, I'm not doing this. I'm walking out. Like, literally. Now, he does look like uh, Vince McMahon. Like, you remember when Vince used to, like, have the the, um, uh, the hardcore championship? Did he have 
I think it was one of those championships like like he would like flex next to it. That's what Shane reminded me of in that picture. You know Oh, it, sorry. I think for me the fact that it was a war- they built it as this World Cup that was supposed to be like a real mm-hmm. tournament and then Shane ends up winning it. I think that's why people was like, what the fuck, man? But okay. this tournament was a joke to begin with. If you were going to do that, then have, you know what? The two guys that that were thrown off in the semifinals, have them come in. A- exactly. I thought the same thing, too. But if they would tie this, and I think they're going to tie it up this week. But I think my we issue. I hope so. I would think because they're gonna it's going to lead to something in Survivor Series. I could only assume based on what we saw today. I mean, yesterday. But. I think my biggest issue is why call it a World Cup tournament? That That's what I hate the most about it. I Goal. hate that. I hate it. And, yeah, Shane McMahon is the best in the world. How do you feel about that? Okay. Can we fantasy book here real quick? Just to Please, Mario. Just to, just Please, because right now. Just to lighten up the mood a little bit. Like, that water tastes like shit right now. Let's let's lighten up the mood a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw... Two different scenarios, actually. Go ahead. Because we have to line up the mood somehow with this. With the Shane McMahon being best in the world. Friends of the show, Louis Duran said, I stopped watching after that. <laughs> Shut it off. Rightfully so. <laughs> That's two of us. What if... Now, this is so, fantasy well, This is fantasy booking here. That doesn't mean okay. that what I'm going to say is going to happen, okay? Okay, let's go. Come on. I have faith in you, Mario, because your fantasy booking is or good. Or fantasy booking let's here. Let's go. My fantasy booking shuts so, everything off. Fuck so, the shit. So Shane McMahon is best in the world, right? What if this leads to a possible Jericho return? For what? What do you mean for what? We're talking about Jericho here. This is Mr. I Work... Work the audience, right? And this is, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, nor do I think this is going to happen. This is just all fantasy booking here, right? Uh-huh. Shane McMahon is, quote-unquote, the best in the world, right? Okay. Okay? Like I said, I have another scenario for you, but we're going to talk about Jericho now. I, li- I like this one. Okay, Jericho makes a return. I think I would be intrigued by a Jericho and Shane McMahon match. Okay. Side note. Why would you have a whole fucking tournament and call it the best in the world tournament, whatever the fuck they want to call it, right? Just to have a match with him and Jericho. Because Jericho that has nothing to do with everybody else that was in the tournament. Because that's what WWE does. That's what this, this is not New Japan booking. This is not even Ring of Honor booking. This is not even Impact Wrestling booking. Okay? Because Impact Wrestling is pretty good now. No, they are. They are. They're, to me, their stories are better than some uh, of the shit that we're seeing in WWE. But, 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 okay. You know, Jericho is the best in the world at what he does. Okay? Now, I'm going to throw another scenario at you. What if in 2019, Shane McMahon keeps running with this best in the world shit? And this is all fantasy booking, guys. Don't come down my neck. It's not going to happen. What are you talking about? Fantasy booking, guys. You ready? CM Punk (laughs) returns. Think about it. What if, what if, how about this? Uh-huh. What if Vince McMahon purposely had a winner? Let's say he wanted the Miz to win, right? Yes. Okay. Because I think, I think it would just throw a sour, it would help more of the hatred on the Miz if Miz would be called, I'm the best in the world. And that's all, like, I think people would cringe of him saying that, right? So hypothetically, let's say, Go, 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 go. Hypothetically, go, go. let's just Keep going say, with that. let's just say Miz was supposed to win the, okay. this tournament, right? Hold uh-huh. on. And then 
based on what we saw at the Presidential Center two weeks ago on SmackDown when Shane was doing these announcements, right? And then there was a CM Punk chant. Vince was like, wait a minute. Shane, you're going to win this tournament to troll CM Punk because they know all the CM Punk fans are oh, going to be like... Oh, he's not in there. They're going to be like, oh. I, so if anybody's to blame for Shane McMahon winning is the New Jersey, New York crowd. The fuck, New Jersey, New York, tri-state area. Don't you think Vince McMahon is trolling us, the audience, of having Shane win because of those CM Punk chants? And they're still CM Punk chants? Think about it. I don't want to. It's the truth, though. <laughs> now, we can fantasy book here, and uh-huh. it'll, be, it'll be pretty dope to see Jericho return it. And Jericho have versus with... Shane versus Punk versus Edge. Okay, you're going too far. Oh, no, 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 James Esponto. Edge is staying retired. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Punk, as much as some of us still hold that little, that yeah. little, you know, like, man, can we see Punk I, back? I think there's no chance in hell. I don't think so, man. I, I don't think so. But if, if there's... Any, I mean, I mean, if we're talking about Crown Jewel, we've seen other returns. We'll get to that, but you know, yeah, it, if there's any percentage of any scenario happening here, I think the closest one will be Jericho, yes. and I would be intrigued by a Jericho and Shane match. Just saying. Congrats to Jericho on his title defense on Power yes. Struggle this morning. Yes, against Evil. Yes. Okay. Um, speaking of returns, we did get two returns on this event. Um, the show started off with Hogan. Uh, you want to start here, or you want me to start about the Hulk Hogan thoughts? Why? Why do you have that face? Like my my whole thing about this tournament, about this crown jewel. Well, we're talking about Hogan here. No, no, but but because he is part of that. Mm -hmm. Because I am pretty sure that the crown prince of I just chopped you up in our embassy, right? Paid the WWE more money for them to bring Hulk Hogan. Like that was the the cherry on on the ice cream, the 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 icing on the cake, right? Because you could have Hulk Hogan come back anytime, but you chose that event. Like we already have bad publicity about this event. Let's make it worse. Let's bring Hogan back. I think WWE did right by bringing Hogan in this event. I'm gonna tell you why. Because nobody's gonna talk about Hogan coming back. They're going to talk about the backlash is going to be like they actually went to Saudi Arabia. That and Lesnar becoming the champion. Like, well, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking oh, about. In, I'm in, talking in, about the, the non wrestling fans. I'm talking uh-huh. about like the bad publicity of, of oh, WWE did the show in Saudi Arabia. You know, like the the whole Hulk Hogan returning. That's just a that's just a layer underneath all that stuff. Shane being the best in the world is like Argentina winning the World Cup. It's ridiculous. Okay. That's what the friends of the show are writing. Um, and what up to Jamie Salmons? Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Yeah, make sure you spread the word, guys. Make sure you tell them. And, you know, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. It drops about eh, about a half hour after we sign off. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe. Go back and listen to us. You know, um, insult Leo while you're listening to the podcast. Do all that good stuff. Terry. Um, I just add you to the list. But Hogan. You just made the list. But Hogan returning, I think it was a smart choice on WWE's part to bring him in this show here because it wasn't in the United States. Mm-hmm. I would have done a couple things a little bit different. I think it's hypocritical that he comes out with the real American song in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that I would have. I would have chosen Voodoo Child, not only because uh-huh. I'm a fan of that song, uh, but even when Hogan ultimately makes his return out here in a show, uh-huh. I don't think real American is the 
proper song, especially for, for him, because just with some of his poor choices. Yes. Okay. Now we we talked about the whole Hogan thing in the past. Do I think he's a racist? No, I just think he's an idiot. Yeah. I think when he does take a step forward, he takes ten thousand steps backwards. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the guy's a bad guy. I just no, think no, he's no. an idiot. He doesn't think before he speaks, so he doesn't think. No, kind of, kind of like we were talking about before. People that just post, just to post. Uh, shit. They don't, and yeah, they, I yeah. just, I just think he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, and the, and I'm not a Hogan hater. I I don't agree with some of the things he says. Do I think he's a racist? No, I just think he's a fucking moron. Yeah, I think stupid. he needs to take the proper steps of doing things the right way because he did affect a lot of people with the words he used. And, you know, he he hurt a lot of people, you know. And, you know, let's face it, you know, whether you think it's a big deal or not a big deal, people were affected of what he did. And, you know, he needs to own up to that and he needs to yeah. do that the right way. Not not kind of just, well, let me tell you something, brother. He needs to yeah. get off that. Like, like instead of defending yourself, like do something to fix it. Exactly. He, he needs to do that the... Uh, the the right way. So let's talk about this main event, man. Because uh, you were wrong. I was right. Okay, then fine. You want a fucking cookie then? Shawn Michaels could still go in the ring, and I don't care what anybody says. Okay. I'm intrigued for another Shawn Michaels match. Even I'm not sure that we're going to get that. The match was a shit show. Let's be honest. But Michaels was the best looking one out there. Do I like? Does it freak me out? Do I get weirded out seeing him seeing him bald? Yes, I'm not gonna lie yes. to you. Not saying that he looks like a bad bald man. I'm not saying so that. Instead of Shawn Michaels, bald Michaels. Listen, it was B Generation X. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it was. B Generation X. Yeah. Okay. Did you notice that they weren't? They didn't do the suck it pyro. They didn't do the suck it pyro. Yeah. They did have pyro, but it wasn't suck it. They didn't do the 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 yeah, yeah, the, the their, X, they, X. they didn't do that. X. They did that. They do. They did do suck it. Uh, uh, suck it during the match. Yeah, but like, but not the pyro. pyro. They 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 didn't do their their typical DX pyro. Um, let's talk about DX's gear. I love their gear. Yes, I think it was awesome. Uh, I love their knots NXT in their gear. Yes, and you were telling me I didn't notice that. that, that so was good. if which is a really dope shirt, the new DX shirt, which is the you know the 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 bones throwing the the throwing the the the, the DX with the the two sweet. So it's of X, and then in their in their gear that they were rocking, you had N and then T on the side. So it was a nod to mm-hmm. NXT, and then you had like NXT patches on there on some of their gear. I thought that was a, a nod to NXT, especially you know Triple H is that that's NXT's his baby, yeah. and you know Sean being uh uh being part of the performance center, being a coach, so being involved also in NXT shows like you know backstage, so he plays a role in that. So um that was a nod to NXT. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. The match was a shit show. Triple H got hurt early. I think it's reported it was a a, a tore uh, pectoral muscle. Yeah. So the chances of seeing him and Batista at WrestleMania 35. Batista. I think that's very slim now. Yeah. So we got to give Triple H a. Congratulations. You played yourself. On that. Um, you know, not saying that he wanted to injure himself, but, you know. Um, just kind of goes to show you maybe DX versus... Uh, the brothers' destruction maybe wasn't necessarily a good idea at Saudi Arabia. Maybe leave that for a WrestleMania, don't you think? Of course. Maybe you okay. Um, you could have had this match, but then have it finish quickly or, or have something, something. happen. Yeah. They where, they gave this match time. Yeah, but that's what a I'm lot saying. of time. Like I think it went a little bit beyond. 
um, supposed to be. Kane looked uh, sluggish. Oh, uh, Undertaker looks worse and worse in the ring. Okay, uh, so <laughs> if we were in school, right, G- GX, gen- uh, geriatric generation. Um, so <laughs> if, Yeah, it was. If, you were, if we were in school and we would give them grades, right, like A, B, C, and F, because D, I don't know whoever fuck uses D. So, Sean, you would give him a what, a B? Yeah, I give Sean a B. I thought, listen, Sean, he was moving great. He wasn't sluggish at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he must do a lot of cardio. I will say that. Of course. DP yoga probably. Yeah. He's he's in good shape. I mean, like I said, I think the, and it's not really a knock on Sean. I think I just get weirded out because, listen, I'm a I'm a HBK lifer, okay? Mm-hmm. Sean Michaels, to me, is the greatest performer of all time. So and your 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 Instagram should be HBK since 87. You're ruining the gimmick. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. Based on what I saw at Crown Jewel, I am interested to see a one-on-one match, whether it's AJ, whether it's Tommaso Ciampa, whether it's Seth Rollins, whether it's Johnny Gargano, whether it's um, Adam Cole, any of those five people that I just named, I would be super interested in Daniel Bryan that's another one yeah. I would be I would be super interested in seeing him have a one-on-one match at Mania uh with any of those guys or even at TakeOver for that mm-hmm. matter you know I'm interested I, I, I'm think, inter- I think it will be I'm sorry I think it will be a better fit for TakeOver than WrestleMania I would be interested in seeing uh a Michaels one-on-one somewhere near the future near the future I'm over him being bald at this point at first I was like wow man I miss long hair Shawn Michaels but just based on what I saw in the ring, I'm intrigued to see him having a one-on-one match. I mean, some people could disagree with me. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> hey, me show, Bobby. <laughs> exactly. Um, shout out to Speedy. Um, he looked good in the ring. He looked better than everyone in that ring. Grades. Triple H. Well, you can't knock Triple H too much because he got hurt in the ring. Okay. So I can't knock him too much. We've seen him in the past. He could still go in the ring. So, so we'll give him a DNF. Did not finish. We'll give them non-compliance. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. Now, to which we both know, but they failed. But I want to know how much they failed. Undertaker. Undertaker looked horrible, man. He's a high F. <laughs> he looked bad. He's like, a, he's like a 62. Kane's a D. Kane was worse than The Undertaker. I don't think so. I have to disagree with that. You don't th- Bro, I think Kane was worse than The Undertaker. I think Kane got a 32, and he got 20 points just for writing his name. Kane like looked SAT. sluggish, all right, but he moved a bit better than Taker. Taker was just, man, like there's a there's a gif going on. There's going on the Is social it a gif or a gif? Gif, gif, whatever you call okay. it. There's one of those going on where, where Taker tries to throw Triple H to the guardrail, but they're both <laughs> walking side by side. Oh, man. And then Kane's mask flew out at one point. Uh-huh. Um, oh, so remember we were talking about catching your your yes. your your, yes. your your opponent. Yes. So Michaels went for a moonsault, and I think while Taker and Kane did catch most of him, um, some of his face did hit the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, well, Michaels botched the moonsault." No, he didn't. No, no, no. It was Taker and Kane screwed up. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker gets a D minus. <laughs> what the people are saying. Um, but like so. With this match, and it kind of goes back to the conversation that we were By the having. way, DX did catch so, the win. Um, Kane, yeah, they did. Um, Kane went down for the pin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. We knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But when you see The Undertaker, and remember the last time The Undertaker fought 
uh, that Super Showdown with Triple H. Exactly. And what did I tell you about that show? What happened was The Undertaker could barely walk when he's over. You know what I mean? Like, not when he's, when he's catching the heat, when he's getting beat up, whatever. So when he's making his comeback, he still looks weaker than the guy that's laying on the floor. He just looks old as hell, man. Like- exactly. So let's stop being that person that wants to see The Undertaker mm-hmm. because I'm sorry, you are not going to get The Undertaker. We talk about it all the time. He should have retired at, after 30. You are not going to get Kane. You are not going to get The Big Show. You are not going to get these people. You're not going to get Kurt Angle, 1996 Kurt Angle. You said, But you know what? You said the same thing about Shawn Michaels. And the last time he no, no, no. was eight and, years ago. No, no, no. And- okay. But okay. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong, and we started with that. And and you know what? I'll take the full blame for it. You know what? Yeah. I'm wrong, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Think about it like this: a guy that stepped. Okay, so when he first got hurt, right? Yep. With the back. Yep. He retired for four years. Yes, he did. Came back, and arguably, people say his well, second run. Hit no, no. His second run mm. in the WWE was better than his first run. Of course, because you're older, you, uh-huh. you kind of know what to expect. Uh-huh. Okay. He took a four year. <laughs> he took a four year gap. Undertaker was turning purple trying to breathe. He took a four-year uh, retirement. Yes, he did. He retired. Then take, Michaels, Taker retires Michaels, you know, which we all yes. knew that was going to be. We already knew going mm-hmm. into that was going to be his last match. Even though part of me was like, oh, I hope he beat Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that the match where he came out with the white? Uh, no, 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 that was 25. That was, that was still, to me, the best match I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, now you have WrestleMania 26. He retires there. That was in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And now, eight years later, he comes back and he can still go. Not saying he could go like he did eight years ago or ten years ago. I'm not saying that. Now, that that would be a stretch. No, no, no. But he could go. He was in the match most of the time. He could still do his stuff. And I would be interested in seeing him in a one-on-one match. Are we going to get that? No, I do know that he did an interview after, after the show saying, like, oh, he, you know... He has no interest coming back in the ring, and he's going to try to stay away from it. But if the money's right, like the money that he got for this match, if the money's right, I don't know, man. I'll, I'm Maybe I'm part of that small percentage, but I would like to see Shawn Michaels bro, in another one-on-one, bro, every another, wrestler, one-on-one match. Every wrestler wants to be at WrestleMania. Every basketball player wants to be in the championship game. Every baseball player wants to be in the World Series. Every hockey player wants to be in the Stanley Cup. If you are what you do, you always want to be at that final stage. You always want to be that one more time. So, will Sean be at WrestleMania? I think yes. I hope so. Um, let's just touch on a couple quick more things before we wrap up because uh, I do have a oh, couple no, more get, things. I was getting into a flow. Um, AJ and Joe, they're always good. This match yeah. was no different. The match was good. AJ Styles retains. I think he's number nine right now when it comes to longest range for the WWE World title. Uh-huh. Um, and um, we're going to get... Lesnar Styles 2. Um, while this show was, you know, whatever, you have mixed reviews, mostly negative. I think one thing that I'm kind of excited about Survivor Series, you know, even though Survivor Series is looking to be a good card, we have Nakamura and Rounds um, already announced. We have the, mm-hmm. you know, Ronda versus Becky already announced. I'm kind of excited to see Styles versus Lesnar too, because their first match last year was one of Brock Lesnar's yeah. better one on one matches. Like, and I know, uh, shout out to my boy Kev, he mentioned the Joe match, but the Joe match was short. Yeah. They no, actually gave Lesnar and Styles time in this one. And I think and in this one they will too. While Styles, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, 
Lesnar beat Styles, but yo, Lesnar gave a lot to Styles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't normally do that for people. No. He gave Styles he sold for Styles. Yeah. The match was great. That was in our top ten matches of last year. Yes, it was. And who knows? This might this match might be up there too for this the, year. I'm telling you this right now. We're what? November third. Still got about what? Sixty days, fifty eight days. Two more months. Two more months. Yeah. Technically. Of matches that can still happen. That's not. That's not. We still got Ring of Honor final. Ring mm-hmm. of Honor final battle. Um, you know. No, that's what I'm saying. So, so we have about fifty eight days mm-hmm. of wrestling still to go. Mm-hmm. And and we still got. A th- we still got um New Japan too. That's not exactly before going into Wrestle Kingdom. So remember, we still have Wrestle Kingdom from the the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So for us to choose the Luchis this year, it's gonna be hard. So what I did this year purposely, instead of yeah. like me going back and doing my research like a fucking nerd, yeah, I made a list. So you made the list. You just made the list. I made That's a list. I made a list. Uh-huh. Starting from Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. What matches? I was like, wow, this is such a great match. So mm. there's like twenty something fucking matches on there, and, and that's and that's the thing because so far, so when we because I added Charlotte and Becky yes. from this past Sunday, so that's twenty one. Uh huh. So, so <laughs> there's like over twenty something matches, yeah, yeah. and I, we're gonna have to narrow it down to top ten. Well, and and that's the thing because I think when we were doing the Luchis, and for you guys that don't know, what we do is at the end of the year, we actually look at the matches and kind of rank them on our own. And we also like to hear from you guys and for you guys to let us know, right? If you look at it, Mario, when we were doing the the, the original Luchis, there was a lot of matches that the friends of the show were actually telling us, you know what? Yeah, that was a good match. How did we miss it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why you started doing the list this year. Uh, Christopher Brown is saying that yeah. not only Survivor Series looking good, um, NXT War Games is also looking good. Yes. Um, let's touch on a little bit on that. So we're going to get Lesnar and, and AJ, AJ. two. At Survivor Series. I'm looking forward to that. Um, NXT, War Games. War Games, everything's getting set up. But I do want to touch a little bit on um, Gargano's heel turn. Yes. He ended up being the attacker for Aleister Black. What I enjoy about this, first of all, we we know right off the bat, Aleister Black and Gargano is going to be great at War Games. Yes, okay? it is. There's no disagreement on there. No. But what I do enjoy is how Ciampa is like fucking with the audience mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, the DIY, uh, like... Papa Champa's uh proud. Papa Chompa, and yeah. then um he posted a picture. We posted it at Lucha Outsiders on our Instagram and our Facebook. It was a picture of um you see DX, the you know, the, the this version yeah, of yeah. DX, right? The latest the new picture, shirts, the latest picture of DX. Yeah. You see Sean and Triple H right behind him. He takes her faces off and puts Champa's he puts himself yeah, on yeah. Triple H and then you have um Gargano and Shawn Michaels' face. He's like, This is a pretty much like a evolution is, yeah. of DIY or whatever. This so, is what I'm looking forward to. So who would have ever thought that we will somehow get a tease of a DIY reunion, and who would have thought that we would want that right now? As heels. So I think we're going to touch on this furthermore in details Mm -hmm. like later on. But if we could just fantasy book really, really quick, you bring them back together or whatever, they have a quick heel run as a tag team, and then one of them turns on them, meaning Gargano now turns on Ciampa or whatever, going back to everything that escalated mm-hmm. from a year ago. Of course. And then ultimately, maybe Gargano takes the title from Ciampa. And, and you know... It, it take, goes full story. I'm okay with that. And But, you know, we'll go on that. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, friends of the show want to know, Mario, are we going to get uh, to vote on the Luchis? Um, I don't know. 
we didn't do the whole voting thing last mm-hmm. year or whatever. We're obviously going to do a live show. We're obviously going to do a podcast show. Well, um, they can let us know what they You can let us know your opinions. And you could also disagree with us because I yeah. know for a couple of things that we, we did mention last year, um, you guys they, were – They you guys like were, the Miz. You, yeah, you, you, you were vocal and was like, oh, how come this dude on the list? There is yeah. going to be honorable mentions for a lot of these categories yeah. or whatever. So even if your superstar doesn't make it to, um, you know – to the Luchis. To the Luchis or whatever. Maybe they'll make it to honorable mention or whatever. Um, you guys are vocal. You guys don't have to agree with yeah. what we're saying at all. That's the best thing about you guys. Um And the we, friends of the show. You know, and, and, and we don't have to dis- we, we don't have to agree with you guys either. Yeah. But you know, if there's something if you do have an interesting hot take, we'll definitely share it out there. Mm-hmm. Um we still don't know. I still haven't figured out how I want to do the Luchis this year because there's gonna be some cat. There's gonna be some new categories and some categories from last year that's gonna not yeah. be on this year. So we still have to figure out out that. But um, you know, we still got time. We got two months. No, and so. once we have them, we'll go ahead and and put them up. You know, kind of so you guys kind of know what the what the categories are gonna be. So you can also let us know mm-hmm. because again, when we were doing this last year, there was a lot of things that were like you know, and we actually we talk about it because again, the friends of the show are part of the show. Where you know what? Yeah, that was a good match, but I still like what we chose. So that's why we like to do it, uh, you know, going both ways here. But follow the page. It's easy to do. So we talked, uh, we mentioned uh, WrestleMania just now. Yes. Uh, and there's a rumor going around that The Rock might be booked for a match at WrestleMania. Rumor has it. And rumor has it that the opponent's Bobby Lashley. Now, a lot of people right off the back are like this, right? After hearing that. Right? Automatically, like, no. No, like, I, I said that. I said that. I said, why? But how about if I, you know, just... Put a fantasy booking idea out there. Fantasy so, booking, Mario. So Leo Rush is doing great job yes. with Bobby Lashley, right? But we we, we kind of okay. He's a good in ring performer, but he's also a good talker. And the way that they have him booked, forget it. Mm-hmm. The way Leo Rush is booked right now, it's great. It's great. Yes, he's playing the part phenomenal. Of course. So Leo Rush is probably the best thing that's happening right now in Bobby Lashley's career. Um. And now the potential Bobby Lashley rock idea, while people might be sour on that, I kind of had a different view on it. And I hate you because I didn't think of that. So The Rock, (laughs) number one action star, movie star in the world right now. Who's the number one comedian in the world? Leo. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay, number two. Who's the number one comedian in the world? Kevin Hart. What if, Mm -hmm. hypothetically here. Hypothetically. Kevin Hart somehow gets involved in this potential storyline leading into uh, WrestleMania where Kevin is his The Rock's second because mm-hmm. we know they have great chemistry together. Yeah, they do. They have ph- phenomenal chemistry together. Uh-huh. Seconding The Rock, not in a tag match. I'm just saying seconding him. Of course. While Leo is seconding Bobby Lashley. They bo- Imagine the banter. Now we know the Rock will hold his own, and I'm not saying that the put, put I'm not, I'm not the saying match. the Rock ain't gonna be involved in this banter. Uh-huh. But imagine the banter between Leo Rush and Kevin Hart. Of course, fucking and, comedy and you, gold. You know you're gonna have a spot. You know you're gonna have them go back and forth. You know during that match you're gonna have the mics turned up a little bit higher yeah. because you know they're gonna be like throwing shade at each other and going back and forth. I think it would be great. I think I'm it would sold. be a great idea. It'll be great for publicity for the WWE because yeah. now you have the number one action star in the world and the number one comedian in the world involved in this hot storyline for the WWE at the grandest stage of them all. Mm-hmm. It's great publicity. And we know when, when something like that happens, they always Vince 
trust Lashley. Because remember when you had the whole Trump against McMahon thing, you had Lashley and Umaga. So it'll be good. It'll, it'll be good. And and this will be a great look for Bobby Lashley. Like of said. course. Of course. Uh, we have Louis Duran saying, Rush is annoying. He's great. He's doing That's his what you part. need. Of course. Um, Jesus. So, okay, now we're definitely going to wrap up. Oh, yeah. So um, we got to talk about the Jericho Cruise. Yes. We have to talk about the Jericho yes. Cruise because there's some. There's definitely some hot takes there. Yes, so for is. those that don't know, that the, 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 from what I've been sparkles. seeing on social media and from everybody that's been like writing a review about it or that actually went to the cruise, it's been nothing but great. It's like life-changing, the experience. You, do you know what FOMO is? No. The fear of missing out, mm-hmm. right? I have that about this fucking cruise. It's so good, and I mean, if I can somehow do it next year, I'm going to try to do it if there's a second one. I know Jericho has teased mm-hmm. the possibility of, of this being an annual thing, and man, it just looks so dope. Um so there's some couple hot takes that did did take place. Let me just throw in there that tonight on the on fight the, app, the fight app, yes. For those that weren't on the Jericho Cruise, um, they're gonna do a Jericho Cruise special. They're gonna show some of the matches of the Sea of Honor, sea of Honor tournament, also the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. Do you have the fight app? Yes, I do. Okay, so I need you to help, so I can also watch. Please, thank you. Love you. Go ahead, carry on. All right. Um. <laughs> um. So you know. Go go go! Spend some money on the fight app, and definitely spend some money on Jericho, man, because Jericho's doing some great stuff for wrestling as a whole. And and, and it's he's funny. bringing yes. If it's not WWE, he's bringing the rest of the wrestling world together. So check this out. So we have uh, you know Luis Jimenez, the awesome guy on the radio for years, the Howard Stern of Latinos. Exactly. We were talking about Tusk, and and it's gonna come all around, right? And it's gonna be quick. So we were talking about Tusk, the movie, right? So you remember Kevin Smith being on the Jericho podcast and talking about it. Okay. Okay. So the whole thing with Tusk, if you guys didn't see it, is basically it's on Netflix right now. It was an idea that came out about the crazy movie you could think of on a podcast itself. They actually ended up making a movie. It's a crazy fucking movie, right? Like you have to be high to watch the movie, to write the movie and to see the movie anyway. Okay. So I was trying to explain to uh, Luis and, and the people that were there what the Jericho podcast was about. And the simplest way that I was able to explain it to them, I was like, you take wrestling, you take rock, and you take paranormal, and you put it into a blender, and you leave that bitch on high. Because you're able to have the three different worlds coming into one, where if you're not that much into like the rock world, you'll sit there and you'll enjoy that conversation, Mm -hmm. because a lot of the rockers want to be wrestlers. Yeah. And a lot of the wrestlers want to be rockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think with, with Jericho... Oh, you is, also had comedians on the on the show yes, too. Yes, but it, it, and again, it also has to do with you know either rock or you know or 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 wrestling. But at the end of the day, Jericho, he he's got the Midas touch. You know how people say, "Oh, yeah, the, the, my, he hasn't, he hasn't," because he's always been outside of the box. You know why? For you to have, I'm sorry, for you to have your seven year old talk about fish and people actually enjoy that mm. shit. I, I enjoy it. You know why? Why? Because he has a promoter's mindset. Of course. So there was a, c- a couple of noteworthy things. And mm-hmm. b- and based on some of the stuff that I saw online, like, you know, there was this one guy that was playing basketball with the Young Bucks. It was just so – some of the stuff that you were able mm-hmm. to do. I know people were posting that they were gambling in the casino and wrestlers were, were, would come up to them randomly and be like, hey, wish you good luck. Mm-hmm. Or be like – or, you know, just random but, shit but, like that. Okay, so because – it's not your your typical show, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I've always told you this. And yes, I'm going to talk about soccer real quick. My uh, like, I I like a team from Argentina, 
Mm-hmm. So what what do they do when they want to like? Congratulations, you played yourself. What do they do when they don't want when they want to do their preseason? They actually fly out here to the states. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they could they could be in the middle of freaking Washington D.C. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could be like Washington D.C. and not people don't know who they are. So like it's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is why it has to do Chill. with the, yeah why it has to do with the cruise because it's not that typical crowd. Where, oh my god, I need to see you. I need to talk to you. No, you can have Jericho even walk by. You can have a quick exchange, yeah. and then the, the, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, everybody's on vacation. We also got to see um, on the Jericho Cruise uh, three world champions from three different organizations. Yes. Take pictures, got share a picture. We had John, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Impact, John Morrison, whatever you want to call him. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny everything. Johnny. Or the name that we're calling him on the cruise, Johnny Cruise. Johnny. <laughs> okay. I um, like Johnny Cruise. Um, with it's, Kenny Omega, the yes. IWGP heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. and then um, Jay Lethal, the homie. With, uh, the mm-hmm. Ring of Honor World Champion. So you have three world champions from three different companies. Like, you know, while the climate that we're living in now when it comes to the wrestling world, it's like, well, that's not too crazy. But if you really sit back and think yeah. about it, it's nuts. And Jericho has a promoter's mindset. So some of the noteworthy things that I did got that I got to read um, in the dirt sheets and from some fans that actually mm-hmm. went to the show was um, – during there, first of all, there was a lot of podcasts that were recorded in this show. Not only for Jericho, yeah, some for Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping it one hundred with Conan. No, you, you had a yeah, Cole Cabana. There was a lot, lot of different people that were recording par- podcasts. So during the podcast with Jericho for uh for Jr. and the King, mm-hmm. uh, you know they mentioned how you know WWE was trying to keep Mysterio from going to the cruise mm-hmm. even though he wasn't going to perform yeah he was going to be in a podcast in a tribute for Eddie yeah. with DDP and Conan they were going to talk about mm-hmm. Eddie's life or whatever which I think I can't wait to Jericho oh, I, know, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for that but um you know JR went on he was like you know um he's like sooner or later there's going to be another wrestling company that's going to you know that they ain't gonna they ain't gonna be about that shit and you and you fans ain't gonna worry about shit like that about keeping your talent from doing other stuff mm-hmm. from dabbling in other different promotions or whatever. That's a that's a play from the rumors going back that we spoke about here on the last show. Uh-huh. Now we still don't know what's true or what's not, but I'll leave it like this: when it comes to that fucking rumor, mm-hmm. maybe that rumor ain't true. Maybe the Access TV ain't true. But to me, if Jericho's doing this fucking cruise. You don't think that the thought hasn't crossed his fucking mind? Of course. Of maybe possibly starting the promotion with the success of All In, with Cody having that promoter's mindset? Have those two come together. To me, I was looking at it like this. Jericho is the unofficial member of the elite. Yes. Okay? He's the... He's the member. Of, it's like it's like Spider Man and X Men, right? Yes. Spider Man was never part of the X Men. No. But okay, it's kind of like dabbled. that. It's it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Jer- Jericho's the uno- unofficial member of the of the elite. Speaking of the elite, the elite officially, which we've been saying it for yes. over a year now, we've been calling it. The elite is now the elite. Have nothing to do with the Bullet Club now. It's been suggested that Impact and Ring of Honor might merge. There's I don't see them. Mer- yeah, I, I, I definitely don't, don't see them merging. But doing business together, yes. Yes. Um, the elite had completely separated from the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Smart on their part, of course. Cody, um, promoter's and, mind. Promoter's mind ended up dropping the NWA World Heavyweight Championship to uh, Nick Aldis. Not mad about that. I think mm-hmm. people were surprised, but I don't think the long term plan was for him to be a long term yeah. champion. No, and I, and I think for him to get the title was the whole 
Full circle. Full circle elite with, thing. With, with, yeah. And with Dusty, obviously. And exactly. it was at all in. Yes. And listen, Nick Aldis, um, to me, he's a, he's underrated. Yes. Because he's and good. We, we spoke about he's this. He's good in the ring. Mm-hmm. He has that look. The problem is people sometimes intend to focus who he's married with, which is Mickey James. They typecast him. Exactly. Which, which is wrong, but mm. hey, he made a great. Uh, NWA world champion before he's yeah. gonna do it now. Oh again. no, he is especially he is. now that they're running shows now. Exactly, and he's defending the title in different promotions. So let let me let me just throw this out real quick, and and you know we're sorry for the people <laughs> that are used to like the quick show. Mm-hmm. We're doing this biweekly, so it, it gets a little bit longer, which is good because we're able to go in deeper into what we actually see. Now, promoters mind, you had all in right where Chicago. Most of the people flew into Chicago. Mm-hmm. Most of the people flew into Chicago for a, a, a three-day weekend. Most of the people made it an event for them to go down there and actually watch the show. Yeah. Pause. The Jericho Cruise. Flew to Miami. You know where I'm going with this. So now you have the Jericho Cruise. You have All In, where people took the time because you had that WrestleMania feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you didn't mm-hmm. have that that house show feel. Like, I'm sorry. I am not going to fly to freaking Orlando for, for you know. The a, Jericho Cruise was like a loose sequel to All In. Exactly. Okay. so That's the best way to put it. So, being the promoter mind mm-hmm. that these guys have. Exactly. Right? Because now, now they're, they're not working for the guy. They are the guys. They're moving the masses. Because I can tell you this right now. The people that went to the cruise are not the same people that went all in. Probably some. Probably some, but, yeah, but not all of them. I, I, I don't I don't want to say... I'm with you on that. I don't mm. think everybody that went to all in went to the Jericho Cruise. because yeah, we, we don't have any like that. But I think that type of fan were oh, the yeah. same type of fans that went to the Jericho yeah. Cruise. Like... People have money like that. Maybe people don't. It's like, damn, what are they gonna do? All in or do or do one of the Jericho Cruise? Uh, you get what I'm okay, saying? but yeah, and maybe there's some. Then there's the people that did both. Okay, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, okay, so let's say that five percent of those people, right, went to both shows. Mm-hmm. But that still leaves you ninety five percent of two totally different people that flew across the country. Mm-hmm. You are moving the masses because you have people that flew out from not only United States, not only from hey, exactly. I, I didn't, I didn't. Hey, I'm from Seattle. I, I went to Miami to go on. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about we have people from the UK. From Ireland, from the Australia. UK. From Aus- Australia is the, is the worst one. You yeah. know how, how long it takes to come from they Australia? Went to, they went to Australia, to Miami, to hop on a ship, to take a cruise, to then fly. You know? You exactly. Know so, again, it goes back to, and, and, and the, the promoter's mind. Um, it goes back to that. Now, you're not working for the guy, like you said. You are the guy, mm-hmm. but now you're moving the masses. Mm-hmm. So what if you do this on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, yeah. where now you're moving the circus around, mm-hmm. right? And then you have things like this. So remember what we used to like about WCW Bash at the Beach? That it actually used to take in the beach, and they used to do like remotes. Like So in other words, it wasn't just the match itself. It was what was around it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I used to like about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not your typical, you know, hey, we're here in, in Universal Studios and we're mm-hmm. coming in. So it was that different look. So what if you do a pay-per-view from the cruise? Well, that's what they're doing right now well, with the Jericho cruise. But, but I'm saying, mm-hmm. but do it live because you are able, you know, with satellites and shit like that. But that that's just me fantasy booking mm-hmm. that part of it. 
but it gives it a different look. Mm-hmm. What do we like about Evolution? It was different. It was a different look. And, that, and it was a great show. No, 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 but I'm saying, and I'm pretty sure that those matches, by the way, I love the way that Jericho played the whole Alpha Club coming in, mm-hmm. and then they came out like the Young Bucks, like dressed that was, up. That was, that was awesome. Like th- That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I'm just happy that Jericho's wearing pants again. Yeah, that helps I, a little I, bit. I've, I've always been a fan of Jericho wearing pants. But By the way, when did he grow the long hair? Because it looked like he had extensions in the picture that oh, was no, posted. No, it's, it's long. I saw him this morning when nah. he defended his uh, Intercontinental Championship against Evil, which, mm. oh, we're not talking about like power struggle like that. You know, it was all, it's all leading into... 16-hour flight from Australia it was to all, America. It was all pretty much leading into they're setting up stuff that's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom yeah. so we're going to probably get Jay White and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom we're going to see the rematch between Naito and Jericho um, if you want to watch New Japan you know it wasn't like oh my god it was such a great show but you know yeah. if you want to watch some uh, something different, different watch uh, <laughs> you know watch Power Struggle yeah no but but again just r- real quick to to wrap up stick with Jericho because if it was a, a tease and they're still messing with it that means that there's something there there's something there, Mario. So, <laughs> promoter's mind. Remember that Jericho knows how to sell himself. Only time could tell what's gonna happen. I know, uh, dude. I'm excited, and I'm excited too. I'm excited to see what's the next move. But you know, I saw this tweet online, and we're gonna wrap up with this. It was a tweet. It was a really, really funny tweet. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see your reaction that we're wrapping up okay. or whatever. So first of all, let's thank the audience. Let's thank everybody yes. that tuned into the awesome. Facebook live chat. Thanks for everybody that's listening to the show. I know it was a long show, but we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. Um, a lot of wrestling, a lot of not so good things has happened. But, you know, thanks for you guys tuning in. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show if mm-hmm. you missed anything on tonight's show. Also, shout outs to our sponsors of the show, yes. Collar and Elbow Brand. Head over to ColarandElbowBrand.com. Use our promo code LuchaRadar. Save you 10% on your next purchase. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to buy a shirt from us to support us directly, head over to the new and improved LuchaRadio.com. Yeah. Look for the merchandise app and then, um, yeah, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat, pick up both. Um, you know, he has a shit ton of bills and mad kids and I have a shit ton of bills and a puppy. So, I read this funny tweet, and get ready for it. Go ahead. So you know what would make right in the world? You know how this would be a perfect world? How? If Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor were to be a tag team, you know why? Because their name would be Dolphin. I get I get Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in no. to today's episode, episode 95 of the Lucha Outsider Show. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Oh my God, no. This was episode 95 of the Lucha Outsider Show. Long show. Oh we covered a lot of ground. Crown Jewel, Did WWE Evolution, Dolphin? Jericho Cruz. And the unfortunate event with Roman Reigns. That has to be the worst joke ever told on Lucha Outsiders history. Well, it was a tweet. I didn't come up with it. But it was it, it was so bad, it was good. It was so bad, I thought it was bad. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Check us out at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Make sure, guys, uh, if you miss anything on today's episode, episode 95, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, Robby Fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mesla App. LosRadio.com I'm speechless Stitcher Wherever you get your podcast needs Make sure you leave us a 5 star 5 star 5 star 5 star Frost Flash Review Comments agree The very other one Would most likely be this guy Sitting right next to me Or the person that came up with that joke Dolphin Get it? Yeah I got it <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I got it. You know what's funny? Before I said the joke, and I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to end the show with this or whatever. Your exact reaction was the reaction that I pictured in my head. Also, guys, make sure you spread the word out all our social media pages at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter and the Instagram. Also, Facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders. Share this video and you can pick up a shirt. Also, did you announce the winner of this shirt of the show? Of the oh, shirt? Jessica Hoffman. We're going to send you a message. And we're Thank you so you much, shirt. guys. Yeah. Totally forgot. For today, tomorrow, this weekend, keep it rated R and stay too sweet and order the Jericho Cruz special on the Fight app. Dolphin. Dolphin. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Thank you.